You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week, now for three weeks in a row. I'm your host, Jordan With I am not the pheasant plucker, I'm the pheasant plucker's son, and I'm only plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucker comes. What? <laughs> that's, I who mean, I, that's who I am. I'm that not, was impressive. I'm, I'm not the pheasant plucker, I'm the pheasant plucker's son. Okay, well, I mean, the, the, the alliteration was a... Per- <laughs> Is that the right word? Alliteration? It's tongue twister. Not, not alliteration, what's the word I'm looking for? The enunciation was impressive, so good job on that. It's your turn. <laughs> Um, Cecily sells seashells by the seashore where the sun shines on the shop signs. I'm Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> and if we sound, I mean, despite his impeccable enunciation, if we sound muffled this time, guys, it's because we're once again wearing masks on an audio podcast. Why, why is that, Michael? Uh, my mother's in the hospital with COVID. I was in her face with no mask on, so you'd be better to be safe than sorry. But True. his mother is fine, so yeah, thank she, God She's for going that. in the right direction, not the wrong direction. But yes. Yeah, to be safe than sorry. I took a test yesterday, but we don't have the results back. So, yeah. so COVID lurking around every corner. But I feel fine. That means nothing. <laughs> don't you read I mean, the COVID something. articles? <laughs> I mean, it could mean something. I could be fucking asymptomatic for all you know. Who knows? I mean, I literally had... The reason why I'm comfortable enough to do this is because I had dinner with somebody that literally had covid and we were all wearing masks and no one else got infected at the table so i've got to hope that the uh the spread rate is not as as contagious as the the fear on the internet would have you believe you know (laughs) hopefully fingers crossed i mean who knows it's weird next week well i'm infected with covid (laughs) because of michael (laughs) i mean who knows it's weird because my mother has covid and like i said i was right yeah i don't know i was right in her face even, but you said she was sick for like a week, so it wasn't even like for yeah. that week you were around her and you didn't, I mean, I feel like at that point, if you were around her for a week, you would have come down with something. It's weird, because like, depending on how she got it, the fact that she got it and I did, like, I don't, I don't know how this, I don't know how this shit works. <laughs> it's very confusing. But, that's why we're wearing the mask as a safety precaution. And we got a big week, so we've got a lot of shit to talk about, mask or not. This is the week of probably my most anticipated movie of the year. It's not war ready this time, but here it's we go. Monster ready? Yeah, monster ready. It's, it's a here we go time. Are you ready to go, Michael? It's King Kong versus Godzilla. Well, I'm wrong. No, Kong. Me, yeah, versus... Kong. Let's uh, take a little respect off his name, and I'm not going to say why yet, but I was rooting for the underdog. I still, and didn't, see, I still didn't see Kong Skull Island. You still didn't see Kong Skull Island? No. That's disappointing because this is almost a direct sequel to Kong Skull Island, more so than the Godzilla movies. Godzilla, even though his name's first in the title card, he wasn't really the main character to this movie. Um, but yeah, we got that to talk about. We've got this week of uh, our, our, our shows that we usually talk about, like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode three. Um, I'm hungry. Order me some food. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm hungry. We're supposed well, to start this podcast us, a half hour Order us some food, motherfucker. Your oh. blurred vision. You got money. <laughs> Who said that? 
Uh, my name implies that I have poor vision only, not that I'm rich. <laughs> um, we also got My Academia, no more Attack on Titan, but we do still have anime to talk about. Um, and is that it? Because Superman and Lois, we already reviewed from last week. No, Superman and Lois is on hiatus for Supergirl. Ew. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> they had to take a, uh, they had to cut production short because of COVID. Have you watched uh, Supergirl? So they cut production short because of COVID. <laughs> and so because of that, they put the final season of Supergirl. So they're on hiatus for like seven weeks or so. Okay. Well, no Superman, but we still have Invincible to talk about. You did watch that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we've got Invincible, Falcon Winter Soldier, My Academia, and King Kong. Or I keep saying that. Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, shit. I didn't watch this trailer either. What trailer? Yasuki. I don't know what that is. Save it for before news. Let's just jump right into iTunes reviews. We have one. It's from DJ Not Tanner. That's a five-star review. DJ says, long-time listener, first-time writer. Hey, Jordan and Michael. I've been a fan of the podcast since 2017, since the 2017 Power Rangers movie review. You guys make a really great show, and I'm happy that you decided to return after going on hiatus. I also wanted to clear up some confusion about Attack on Titan Season 4 Part 2 for you guys. I think I know where he's going to go with this, because I also got clarification um, that I talked about my stories this week. Japan, like other countries, considers the winter season lasting from December to February. So winter 2022 more than likely means January or February 2022. There are also Japanese press releases from TV networks confirming episode 76 will premiere at the top of the year, which still lines up with the winter season. As a manga reader, I can assure you that part two will definitely be longer than eight episodes. Oh, I didn't know that. The anime hasn't even reached the final arc yet. Oh, and trust me, you'll know when the final arc starts. What does that mean? Levi's dead. No, you fucking say that. I will riot in the streets if Levi's dead. Uh, part two will definitely have a lot of big fights, but will also probably have a close a close amount of dialogue episodes uh, as part one, since the story has become very character-driven. These last upcoming episodes are going to have plus ultra-hyped episodes. Wait, what? Oh, these last upcoming episodes are going to have you plus ultra hyped in one moment and bawling your eyes out in the next. Oh my god. Levi's dead. I suggest you have your tissues ready. I mean, that could be everybody's dead. Like, everybody that we know and love could be dead. This is the end of this fucking show and it is Game of Thrones level sad. So I can't... What's that uh, phrase from Game of Thrones? It, if you thought this was going to have a happy ending, you weren't paying attention. I mean, we talked about it. Why was Aaron crying? This isn't going to go the way you think. Why was Aaron crying in that first episode, bro, when he saw Mikasa? Why? Why? I want to know why. Probably not good things. <laughs> oh, no, Aaron. Mikasa, no. All right. Well, thank you for the email, DJ. Or the iTunes review, rather. Um, really appreciate uh, you clarifying that about the Attack on Titan season. And this is actually good information to know. And just scares the fuck out of me for part two of season four. So thank you. Um, and for emails, we have... Here's the mail, it never fails, it makes me want to wag my tail, when it comes I want to wail. Okay, first email comes from, uh, Aaliyah. I remember I asked before if anybody lives in Cali to tell us if they're wearing masks or not, because my I only had like the couple of sources of people telling me that over in Cali they weren't really taking as many precautions as we over here in the East Coast. Um, well, Aaliyah writes in, and he or she says, can't tell by the name, Hey guys, I haven't written in a while, but I'm so glad you're back. Uh, I guess they've written before. 
I'm sorry I don't remember you, bro. Uh, just had to chime in to say I don't know where in California your friend has been because I'm in Los Angeles and we are dying over here. I think that's where she was. So then she's a liar. Uh, our county has been on a strict shutdown and barely just opened. I mean, well, LA County is a big. True. True. Uh, back in December, we started wearing two masks because the hospitals were at 0% capacity. Jesus Christ. And the morgues were so backed up, they temporarily lifted cremation restrictions to burn twice the amount of bodies in a day. Holy shit. Did you hear about that? No. Me either. Uh, fuck the air quality and smog law. If your friend is in Orange County, I do understand if she says no one wears masks there. Oh, so maybe she was. I have no idea. OC is the Florida of California, and they really don't care there. Oh, well, then there you go. Maybe that is what was happening. P.S. I keep wanting to chime in about this and keep forgetting to write, but Jordan, liking trans women doesn't make you queer because trans women are just women. You're still considered straight, lol. Okay, bye. <laughs> that was so random, but I appreciate that. I said that. <laughs> you're still straight. Okay, bye. <laughs> like, what? Okay, cool. Good to know, I guess. <laughs> Uh, and thanks for the update about Callie, man. I really appreciate that. Um, next email comes from our old pal Gilbert Ramos. Invincible and more. Hello, fellow Blurred. Just listening to you talk about Invincible makes me smile so much. In my opinion, the comics are on par with Attack on Titans and Game of Thrones writing. Holy shit. That is a tall order. The characters change, grow, most of all... Uh, the characters change and grow. Most of all, everything has a story and gets explained. Recommendation, Jujutsu Kaisen. It's Naruto Shippuden and Demon Slayer had a baby. <laughs> I actually agree with that. I've actually caught up with Jujutsu Kaisen. Have you? Probably not. So, um... Yeah, no, that's today, no. Today's Tuesday. No, Michael <laughs> hates anime. We all know and, that. And it's the not, weather is 66 degrees. <laughs> if it's not Dragon Ball Super, he doesn't care no, about fuck it. you. <laughs> uh, question. After Attack on Titans mid-season finally has done... Oh, finally was done. There's just one question. Taking in consideration the anime is too close to the manga, what do you prefer in an anime? Wait two plus years for a good complete story, that one, like Dragon Ball Super, a movie in between seasons, like Demon Slayer. Did, having... Dragon, Ball, did Dragon Ball Super wait? Didn't they change stuff because they passed the manga or whatever? No, I, it was weird. They were like the they trunks? did pass the manga, but Super's weird because Toriyama just doesn't give a fuck about story so much that it's like... What, I'm under, what I understand of the super process is Akira Toriyama writes like the outlines of scripts and then sends those outlines to the manga team and the anime team separately. So at one point, the anime was slightly ahead of the manga, but they were both walking up, working off of the same outline. So there are some minor changes to what happens in like the Tournament of Power, for example, and even in the Goku Black arc. But overall, they're the same. So it's similar, but it's different. Um... And then they, after Tournament of Power, because they, if they had kept going after that, they would have been completely ahead of the manga. That's when they took a, took the break. And now the manga has surpassed the anime. So now it's the other way around, where the anime will just adapt what the manga has done, rather than both working from a similar outline, but creating somewhat different uh, outcomes. It's it's weird. Uh, well, we already know what's going to happen. Goku fights another threat that's so powerful. He has to go plus Ultra Instinct times two. <laughs> Ultra Instinct two, basically. Like Demon Slayer having fillers. Oh, or a movie in between seasons like Demon Slayer or having fillers within the season so the manga can get ahead like Naruto and My Hero. How much filler does My Hero have in its seasons? I thought it was pretty accurate to the manga for the most part. 
maybe they'll add things here and there to flesh things out and maybe pad a little time, but I didn't know there was any substantial filler in my hyperkinemia. But to answer the question, long story short, I would definitely go with weight. I don't think Sekmo Super is the best example of that, but I, I would rather them pull from the source material rather than make up their own shit. Cause yes, I think, we don't want a Game of Thrones. Yeah, we don't want a Game of Thrones. We don't want a uh, Promise Neverland Season 2, which is I hear is not yes. as nearly as good as the or, first season. Uh, granted, I haven't seen it, but I, the whole reason to exist, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Brotherhood. Yeah. Yes, because the original surpassed the manga. Fucking Envy became a Chinese dragon for no fucking reason. Like, that shit is... Like, looking back on it, that shit is just weird. It's like, why did that happen? Oh, because they were bullshitting. <laughs> they had no idea where they were going. And now that I think about it, Full Metal Alchemist kind of had the first Attack on Titan, the world you know is fake, it's all illusion thing, remember? Because then the Full Metal Alchemist, you find out... I don't think it's that for the for Brotherhood. Well, Brotherhood is what I watched. I didn't watch the original. Okay, so I can ask you then. I didn't watch all of Brotherhood. Was there a reveal in Brotherhood at some point that through the gate is like uh like not steampunk but like nineteen twenties America? No. Okay, then yeah, they <laughs> made that. Then that's so funny. The filler. I'm like, what? Yeah, the, the made up bullshit from Full Metal Alchemist is what the reality kind of Attack of Titan was. That's so interesting. That's like the reveal. Like, oh, you thought this is the real world? No, it's this is just a world through the the what the alchemy gate or whatever. And the other side of that door is 1920s world, and they they pull their energy from that world to create alchemy. That's stupid. It is stupid. <laughs> yeah, there was it, not there's none of that in the in Brotherhood. Yeah, the the original female alchemist anime ended with Ed going to the other side of the gate, so he he ended up living. In the 1920s world or whatever it was, it was like what? No, Brotherhood ended with he. They gave they gave up their alchemy and now they're both alive and human. Yeah. Okay, well that's 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 a better ending than bullshit that we got in the original. Uh, thanks for the great podcast, Gilbert Ramos. Thank you for the great email, Gilbert. Uh, maybe someday we'll review Jujutsu Kaisen when Michael actually cares enough to watch it. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. Um, let's see. Next email comes from Jamal DeMarco, our old pal. Anime is the subject. Hey guys, hope all is well. I had a few anime manga questions and thoughts for you. Did you guys ever catch up on Promise Neverland? Nope. Once I found out they cut out two of my favorite characters and literally the best arc in the book, I decided not to watch, but I was interested in getting the opinion of someone who hadn't read the manga. Well, that's a fair point, but we haven't watched it. Specifically because we've been warned not to watch yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> that whole thing about what they the changes and things like that turned me off from... Yeah, I don't want to... Like, I'd rather stop watching something before it gets bad, so that way my only memories of it... The good, uh, the good thing. Yeah, rather than be like, oh... Like, if only I didn't watch season eight of Game of Thrones. <laughs> if only I didn't watch seasons three plus of Arrow, or like, you know what I'm saying? Think of like Flash, too. Well, uh, season five was decent. Yeah. Wasn't that Prometheus? That was Prometheus. So maybe I would have... But even that, it's like, was it was three and four worth it <laughs> to get to that? I don't know. I don't know. Also, as a forewarning, I was going to let you guys know that the upcoming arc in My Hero is probably going to bore you. Really? But push through because it's followed up with, my opinion, a series-defining arc. I could be wrong, but I don't believe any other manga series has ever done what My Hero does in the arc following the current one that's being animated. That's... Meaning, yeah, I'm like, what is that? That's interesting. What does that mean? If it's paced how I think it would be 
it will be the last 12 episodes oh the last 12 or so episodes and an amazing way to end the fifth season so get hype Okay, so he's saying the latter half of this season is going to be fucking epic. But I, honestly, when we get to the Mario review, I was really interested in this episode. Yeah. Dude, the point I mean, where they, they kind of said that about last season too. Oh, this part yeah. is going to bore you, and it's, I'm like, I was into it. I was into it the whole time. I mean, this episode, I, I it was one of those things where it's like, it's over. Holy shit, we buy so fast. <laughs> Lastly, I was wondering if you all finished Jujutsu Kaisen and had any thoughts on the first season. Hopefully, I wasn't. I wasn't too long-winded. It's been really great having you guys back and stay nerdy, my blurry. Thanks, Jamal. I appreciate that. Um, and like we just said, no, I've, I actually haven't finished the season Jujutsu Kaisen, so maybe I'm like an episode two behind. And I didn't start it. And he didn't start it. So, but put it on the list, Michael. But it's not, it's not for lack of interest. I just didn't start it. Well, we can do a season, a full season review, like next week if you want to, if you have time to watch it. How many episodes? <laughs> um, Not many. I, I want to see maybe I watched... Eight or nine, so it can't be that many. I'll double check though. Oh, you can look it up while I'm sitting here. Uh, next email comes from Snake Bob, Falcon, and the Winter Soldier theories. Oh, here we go. Who's Mephisto? Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I have a couple of theories about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. One, all of the events and knowledge Sam is learning about the government, the Isaiah Bradley situation, and why the Flag Smashers do what they do will lead him to take the comic route and becoming Captain America, but but, not, but denouncing the government and work for the people. I mean, that's fair. I feel like there that's kind of what... 24 episodes. Okay, I was wrong as fuck. I just, I've been watching so many episodes, I forgot where I was. <laughs> I've definitely seen more than eight then. I've definitely, maybe I'm up to like 18 or 19. Um, yeah, but... I feel like that's basically what Steve did, right? Steve's not Captain America for the government, really, even in the MCU. Well, he was. He was until Age of Ultron. Was it Age of Ultron? Didn't he take off the Avengers patch? Or was it Civil War? Maybe it was Civil War. Yeah, I think That makes more sense. Civil War. Yeah. Right? Because that's when he went against Well, he her. took off the... Because well, no, in Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier, he was still working for S.H.I.E.L.D. I want to say Age of Ultron, he was already not working for the government anymore. He, got, he had the Avengers patch instead of the American flag in Age of Ultron and then he took that off for Civil War so yeah maybe Winter Soldier was the last time he worked for the government and then after that he was more no borders type of thing I don't know <laughs> I think I mean anybody out there can clarify let us know but I think that's what happened I think that was the order of events uh, two I think since John is following Sam and Bucky he'll end up finding Isaiah and a fight might happen well, that's fucked up. He's going to fight an yeah, old man. fight an old man. Oh, like a bastard. <laughs> uh, three, or I believe Zemo will find out about Isaiah and he'll try to kill him. No, Zemo already knows about Isaiah. I'm trying to remember the line in what he said Because the guy, not Zemo, but the, they mentioned. Oh, oh, yeah. The, and then uh, they the had a conversation in the plane about Isaiah, so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like Zemo cares about it. And plus, Zemo has all the Hydra files, so he would, he would know. True, true, true. And four, last one, lol. Going back to my first point, I just think that uh, with knowing the government is still shady and not doing right by the people after the blip, uh, we'll have him think the system is a failure. And either War Machine or Isaiah, or this is a long shot, Steve, will have a talk with him about the Captain America, Captain America he should be. Well, there is a rumor. Uh, rumors, uh, theories. Mephisto shows up in episode six. Well, there's a rumor. I don't put too much weight in it after WandaVision, but there's supposed to be some major cameo in episode five. Mm. So could it be an old man, Steve? I don't know. Like I said, 
I don't put too much credence in the rumor because all the fucking rumors about Wanda, Doctor Strange is going to show up. And yeah, fucking, right. Yeah, so who knows? It's giving me Mephisto. We all know it. <laughs> Marvel, you cowards. Put Mephisto mm. on your show. Uh, he says, lastly, P.S. Michael, I love your YouTube lives. Been a subscriber for a while now. It would be cool to get Rob on the podcast with you guys to have three different opinions again. Well, that's easier said than done. Like, what the fuck? Wait, why? What, Rob? Yeah. Comics Explained? Yeah. Like, how? Oh, Rob? Yeah, like. What? <laughs> that Rob? Yeah. I don't, I don't, no, what? <laughs> we don't even know. Like, Is that just, thing? Is yeah, that possible? Just be like, hey, Rob, you want to be on our show? Yeah, who are you? Uh, Blurred Vision and Black Gate Comedy? Yeah, like, clearly, <laughs> come on. Like, <laughs> who are you? Comics Explained? I don't, <laughs> I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> I don't know what kind of pull you guys think we have, but uh, I, would, I would love to have Rob on Blurred Vision or my my live channel. But like, <laughs> what? how's that gonna happen? <laughs> uh, next email comes from Joshua. Like, oh yeah, I would love for I would love for Janet Jackson to be on your episode. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get me R- too. <laughs> I'm gonna get RDJ to show up for <laughs> for our next Avengers talk. Um, he says, "My hero." I've seen spoilers for my hero from the books, and man, shit gets crazy. Lots of twists and turns. This next subject is off topic, but what are you guys' opinions on the whole Lil Nas X controversy? That was a heart left turn. Not it was. My I'm hero. Like, what? <laughs> uh, only asking because people were saying, how could a black person do this? Let's talk about comics. All right, what do you guys think about Lil Nas X? <laughs> yeah, what? And also are blaming it on the fact that he is gay. Personally, I believe people should express and do what they want. Okay, well, that was a hard left for the question, but uh, you want to take this one, Mike? Well, I got to take it because I'm gay. Yes, yes, actually, yes. <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> Fuck you. I love pussy. Mm, that didn't even sound believable. <laughs> so, like, I, I struggled a little bit. Yes. <laughs> I love... <laughs> I mean, whatever. People are going to be... Con- Anytime you talk about the devil, yada, 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 people are going to be, con- you know... Throwing their religion and all the other bullshit. It's the same thing that happened with Lucifer when they talk about doing a show about the devil. Oh, you're making the devil a protagonist. Or fucking Harry Potter, you had the Christians coming out and like, oh, this is devil magic and worship and all this other stuff. So then you bring it into like, boy, black people that, you know, a lot of black people are strong, devout Christians. And this whole idea of demasculating, oh, you're, you're emasculating black men and all this other bullshit. So I'm like, I'm not surprised by the controversy, but fuck them. Fuck it. Who? The. The controversy or the or Lil Nas X? No, not Lil Nas oh, X. Oh, okay. I'm well, about the controversy <laughs> yeah, and all yeah, the people yeah. complaining about, oh, he's bringing spirit. Like, I've seen comments like this on Facebook. Like, oh, I don't fuck with spirits and all this other stuff. That's why I like. I fuck, I don't fuck with spirits. That's why I like when Beyonce did that video, like King, and she's wearing horns and all that other shit. I didn't fuck with that. And I'm like, but that's an African guy. Like, that's Baha. That's not devil where that's like mm. african spirituality mm. but it's like people are so brainwashed by christianity which isn't you know the original black religion or whatever yeah they don't even realize that what she's doing is like actual african gods and things like that everything is everything that's not christian is evil yeah everything's the devil i mean <laughs> they even, <laughs> yeah i mean they even talked about if you guys watch lovecraft country even talked about on lovecraft country where it was like uh, like the book of magic that they had that was their book and mm. was what they could use to protect them. They were so scared of it. They automatically assumed it was devil worship. They went generations without, they had the power all along, mm. but they didn't use it because they thought it was evil. Mm. Same shit. I've got two thoughts. One, I feel like if it was a hot woman 
giving the Satan a lap dance, people wouldn't really care as much. No. You know what I mean? It'd be like a whatever. It wouldn't even... Maybe there would be like a slight controversy, but it wouldn't have been as massive to the point where I mean, we, we're really yeah, asked say, about be, it There'd be on some the controversy. Like, no, no, there'd be some controversy. Even think about like Cardi not, B doing WAP. But not this level. You know what I mean? To the yeah. point where we're getting asked about it. What do you get asked about WAP? No, <laughs> like, no we didn't. <laughs> like, um, and then also... Plus, it's not like... I feel like it's different. The, the, the one thing I was like why but then ultimately i feel like it's just because he's a smart marketer controversy creates you know revenue creates business creates attention the weird thing with the blood in the sneaker like that's just weird i'm like why i get it you're trying to it's a brand thing and it's a marketing thing but it's like that's weird <laughs> yeah but like yeah same thing i was like do y'all really think he got human blood and a shoe like, if you really think about it for two seconds, it doesn't fucking make sense. Because, like, the whole... You know how a shoe, like, that whole rim? Yeah. They're saying that whole thing is human blood. I'm like, you know how much blood a person would have to shed for that... for To fit that much in a shoe? And then also for that many shoes? Well, they like, said there's only that, that many dead. shoes, though. People the, the, will be dead. No, no. I thought there was only, like, 20 shoes or something. No, there's, like, a couple hundred... There's like, he, he, he made 666, you know, 666. I thought... I just watched the video with my unboxing it, and he said that the six 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 wasn't the actual number of shoes produced. There's only like twenty or something. He said. Oh no, I, I read there was six hundred and sixty six shoes. Yeah, and the shoe he got was negative eleven out of six six six, but he said there's only actually like twenty or something. By the way, still- oh no, wait, wait, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he meant twenty pre-production ones. But the amount of blood in that thing, I think that's the amount of blood you give for like a blood test. I feel like if you just uh, a couple of. Like no, the shoe rim is like not this wide, but it's like this long. Oh. Yeah, but it didn't look like a lot of blood. It looked like less than you, or the same amount. That, but it also didn't look like blood. So like you could be right. I don't know. But like the, when he when I saw the video, it looked really milky to be blood. Yeah. Like blood doesn't look that. It looked like a lighter red. And plus it it's like, like yeah, it's like a light red. Yeah, it's like it's like someone red, put milk with blood. Blood is almost this the color of your drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah coffee. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. So maybe so uh, like. I don't know. I think I'm granted. I don't want to call anybody stupid. But I'm like, you that fucking stupid to believe like it's really human. Like I believed it. I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> King Gullible over here. <laughs> but I'm like, he made a whole video about twerking with the devil, and he's a, like, so you but know, I'm releasing shoes with human blood. But like, some of what's smart. He knows what he's doing. It's not. Yeah, he, he didn't knows do what he's doing. Accident. He's trolling. Yeah, he's trolling on purpose, and he knew that it would create this backlash, which just puts his name in everyone's mouth like yeah. us right now <laughs> so i'm and like people, people are buying it like and the, you got the racists coming out too because like the white christians and stuff like that they're the ones blowing him up the most yeah they're coming <laughs> out like i never even heard of little nasek little thug till the, the i'm like why, why he gotta be a thug because yeah, he's black word like he doesn't have a criminal re- like i saw some people saying like why is his name nas he ain't my nas i'm like i mean who cares like what i don't know i think Ultimately, though, it's just really funny that we've gone from Old Town Road to blood sneaker shoes. <laughs> like, how did we get here? <laughs> but I'm like, there's no white artist, you know, uh, uh, talk about the devil and all, talk about the devil and shit and their music and things like that, like Kiss or um, Marilyn Manson. I was gonna say Marilyn Manson. I was yeah, like, give me, yeah. All right. Well, hopefully, that, that answers your question, though. I think ultimately neither of us give a fuck, right? Guys, the devil isn't real, so like, who cares? Oh, blasphemy! <laughs> You're a liar! <laughs> Mephisto's very real! <laughs> yes, Mephisto's real. <laughs> Alright, next email, I think it's the last one, comes from Jeff Gillis. Who does Eleven know at Warner Brothers? <laughs> Congrats on wrapping up episode four. Looking forward to a dropping. Thank you, bro. 
We're working on the trailer now. Dune 2021 hype builds. No movie releases have been worth the hype, so I'm putting all my eggs in the spice basket. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, all right. So these Snyder cult-ass boys need to fucking relax. It was an okay movie. They are the most sensitive fanboys I've ever seen. As anime comic fans, we have all seen toxic and annoying fan bases, but Jesus Christ, it's far from a perfect movie. People's complaints are justified. I agree with that. While I'm on the topic of okay movies, Kong vs. Godzilla happened. Ooh, what you about to say? Monsters fighting was fucking metal. Beyond that, holy shit. Who built Kong's temple in the in the Middle Earth? Bro, if you want to get into like plot-related questions, I've got a billion. But, yeah. Uh, who, uh, and his axe too, for that matter. And how fucking big are aircraft carriers? Big enough for both Godzilla and Kong, I guess. Yeah, the fact that Kong was jumping from, like, each of those boats. I'm like, the amount of force. When my cat jumps off of my nightstand, it shakes the nightstand. I'm like, you would have sank all those ships every time he jumped on it. Like, it would have been like he's just hopping. I'm like, what? Granted, aircraft carriers can't carry a shit ton of weight, but nah, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Um... And even like the, so I'll probably forget when we get to the review. So I'll say it now. I was disappointed that he didn't make the axe. He just found it. You know what I mean? Like I thought the whole, even the first scene in the movie, you see him. He's like uh, scraping off the branches of a of a tree to make a spear, like a javelin. So I'm like, oh, so he's gonna do the same type of thing to make his axe later. But he just finds it in Hollow Earth later. I'm like. Then why set up that he knows how to use tools and can make tools? Like you know what I mean? Like we're not we're not just in the Godzilla review yet. I know, but I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Alright, remind me when we get to the review then, because I definitely want to talk about that. Um uh, Millie Bobby Brown and her cohorts blew so much ass. Yeah. Their plot hole filled escapade was made worse by their ongoing who delivers lines worse competition. <laughs> Man, he's going in. Oh, and Mecha Godzilla was effectively a throwaway Doomsday style villain who gets beat by a flask of whiskey. Also, anyone notice how it switches to daytime when Mecha Godzilla shows up? I did not. But now that you say it, Wait, I kind of. I wasn't listening. What? Did, did you notice that it switched to daylight when Mecha Godzilla showed up? I didn't notice it till, right? you, said, till you said it. Yeah, but... <laughs> it's like. Yeah. yeah, there was no dawn scene. It was like, oh, the sun's coming up now. It was just like, oh, yeah, they like. Now that you said, I'm like, oh yeah, that did happen. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like instant. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. Uh, but monsters fighting, am I right? <laughs> I love this review. Uh, we get no Attack on Titan or Jujutsu Kaisen anymore either. Pain. My Academia's intro is as mid as the show is. Damn, damn. Uh, it will not fill the void left in my heart. So he's not filling the My Academia intro either but he also says the show's mid I'm so like, it's only like, been fuck. one fucking episode fuck, bro, I mean technically like, two but what technically one episode and I like both so it's damn <laughs> uh, I don't like the theme song but like yeah theme song is mid I agree with that <laughs> I did like this first episode but I'm not judging yet there's nothing it's fucking one episode <laughs> Word. Uh, all that said Falky and Bucky Manheat oh so you like that episode three is absolute shit is the absolute shit that makes a big difference no, I was like what <laughs> yeah uh, I say it's some of the best MCU content ever. Top five at least. I don't give a fuck. Uh, oh, I don't fucking care. <laughs> Zemo is amazing. The odd trio thing is fantastic. And we got Winter Soldier in full display finally. Yeah, that was a big complaint someone had in a previous episode. I mean, I've seen some people on the internet. They didn't like this third episode. Really? I'd like to hear about why. 
Mike was right, by the way. Short hair, Bucky, all the way. Lies. I'm always lies. No, long hair is better. No. Stay safe. One love, KF. Thanks, bro. Really appreciate the email. And as usual, I really love hearing your thoughts because that was that was a great review or a great email, rather. Sorry. And on that note, since she was just going in on Godzilla versus Kong, let's just jump right into that. I made a promise to protect her. He did the same. It's Godzilla. We need Kong. The world needs him. Here we go! Godzilla vs. Kong talk! And for those that know our rating system here on Blurred Vision, I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Ketchupon. I mean, this is a long time coming. This is a, basically, like he said in his review, this is literally the BVS of this monster verse. It is the big title monsters of both franchises Kong from Kong Skull Island and Godzilla from Godzilla and Godzilla King of the Monsters. Um, a lot of debate going into this who was going to be the true King of Monsters by the end. And like I said in my Instagram posts, I feel like the fast review for this is just wow. So that's why Kong's name didn't have King in the title. <laughs> Um, not to say that, you know, I had any, like, real stakes on either side. Like, I love Godzilla probably mm, more than I love King Kong. You, you had some bias, I already know. No, 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 I did. I, I love Godzilla more. I, it's weird. I love Godzilla more than I love King Kong, but going into this fight, I did want King Kong to win just because I love a good under, underdog story. That's why I love fucking My Academia with Deku. That's why I like basically everything I love. I love the, 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 the lower guy on the totem pole being scrappy, wanting to win more, and then turning it around in the last act to somehow win against overwhelming odds. I'm all about that shit. No, you're trash. You're anti-monkey. That's really I'm anti-monkey? You're anti-monkey. You're uh, fucking trash. I'm pure pro-monkey. <laughs> monkeys evolved from humans, or humans evolved from monkeys, so you're anti-human, basically. Well, I think that's why people wanted Kong to win. Well, not only is he's, he's America's kaiju, but also... Yeah, he he's a monkey. We're we're apes. We're primates. We we can relate. So you're, you're anti-human. That's what, you're anti-human. That's what you're saying. No, I wanted him. You you like Trump because Trump's a lizard man, and you like Godzilla. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, wait, what was I gonna say? Uh, something about oh oh, I think the best monster verse fight, and I guess not monster verse, but the best giant kaiju American movie fight was in the first King Kong movie by Peter Jackson. Did you ever watch that yet? When no. we talked about it? Motherfucker. <laughs> you need a point of reference. Because the, the King Kong fight with the three T-Rexes, or I guess they're called Q-Rexes or something in that movie. But the three T-Rexes versus King Fuck Kong. Fuck, is a Q-Rex? It's just a T-Rex that looks crazy. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a more evolved so T-Rex. Should it be the C-Rex? Crazy Rex? Crazy Rex. <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that fight was awesome. Awesome. The choreography, the the soundtrack, everything in that fight was dope. And this fight, I will say, I guess I'm let me just start with yeah. our ratings. Uh, we're gonna talk non-spoilers first to give our ratings, and then we're gonna jump right into spoilers. But I know after Pacific Rim was disappointing for me, everybody's been like hitting me up, you like, did you like King Kong versus Godzilla? Did you like Godzilla versus Kong? Did you like it? Did you like it? Did you like it? Um and, you know, I've I've had my complaints, especially about Pacific Rim. I hated that fucking movie too, I mean. 
um, Godzilla King of the Monsters, I thought was a big jump up from the first Godzilla movie. But especially now that I've seen Godzilla vs. Kong, I can pinpoint more what I didn't like about that movie. And a lot of it was, even though it had some amazing fucking cinematography visuals, like the direction of some of those shots are beautiful, like Mothra's wings spurting open, Ghidorah versus Godzilla, and you can see like that, that wide shot where they're both standing opposite of the city, and there's a storm happening, shit like that. Those was, moments... It was still very dark. That's what I was going to say. Those shots were beautiful. But when you get to the fighting... A lot of it's still obscure with smoke and weather effects and, and, and particle effects. Wow, your guys keep falling. Um, when they're in the Arctic, it's snow. When they're fighting in the city, it's rain and dark clouds. It just, it had the weight and the seriousness, the gravitas. And I think even think the, the musical score in that movie were fucking amazing. But what it lacked were the actual fight scenes. Because you couldn't really... See, when two things were clashing, you couldn't really see what was happening for the most part. Um, and it left a lot to be desired in that regard. Not even getting on the human element in that movie. It, it was heavy-handed. And it was fucking easy to tap out. But at least, I would say in that movie... Even though I didn't give a fuck about the characters there either, they felt better integrated into the main storyline than a lot of the side character or the human character did in this movie. My main complaint with this movie, I think, is the fact that we keep telling movie studios, we don't care about the humans, we don't care about the humans. And this movie is a testament to that, where they're just went, you don't care about the humans? All right, well, we don't care about the humans either. And this is going to be basically, uh, we're following Kong with the, the main character, I don't remember his name because he's. He wasn't a memorable character. He was, he was just military guy A. And he's going around with Kong but uh, in the A plot. But meanwhile, in the B plot, we've got Millie Bobby Brown, fucking the black comedian dude. I don't remember his name either. And uh, the dude, uh, Francis. Not Francis. What's his name? Lewis? What, what's the kid's name from Deadpool? I don't know. The mm-hmm. asshole. The asshole yeah. fat kid who's in everything. The three of them are basically doing Scooby-Doo type adventures. To go investigate something that we already know what the fucking like the 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 reveal is gonna be after the first scene. They open the movie, literally telling you what's actually happening. Godzilla's attacking. Why? And they basically put like draw a line and point a red circle at the fucking the source of why. And it's like, so we're gonna spend the whole movie with these side characters figuring out something that you told us in the first fucking scene. So not only is it fucking useless, like like uh uh comedic banter that goes nowhere it feels so extraneous to the plot but then they're doing something it's like it, you know what is this bvs because they're doing what lois did in bvs where we knew it was lex but yet we had to spend the whole her whole b plot trying to investigate the bullet to find out that it is lex mm-hmm. like what's the point of this <laughs> so that's the biggest detriment to the movie and i blame fans for repeatedly telling studios that we don't care about the human element but i think to make a truly great movie, a great overall movie, it needs to be great in every in every facet, from the action and the monsters to also the human element. Because otherwise, what you end up with, and I think this movie is basically that, the fight scenes were the dopest fight scenes, I think, in any MonsterVerse movie so far. MonsterVerse, keep that in mind. That means Godzilla, King Kong, and Godzilla 2. But when it comes down to the human parts, if the human parts aren't there that actually make me care about anything happening in the plot, and they aren't adding weight emotionally to these giant monsters who, for the most part, other than Kong in some moments, are emotionless, 
where is it going? Like, there's no movie there. It's just a collection of dope fight scenes that I can watch on YouTube, which is like, that's cool too. I can rewatch Godzilla vs. Kong in 20 minutes, <laughs> but it's not a movie. Like, I have no desire to rewatch the entire movie. I just have a desire to rewatch those fight scenes. And on the flip side of that, I might feel that way, but when it comes down to the fight scenes themselves, yes, I'll say again, is this the best MonsterVerse movie action that has been in any of these movies? I agree. Yes, it is. But when you ask me personally, did it hit me emotionally? Did I feel like it was epic? I'm like, isn't the MonsterVerse that whole thing that Universal was trying to do with the mummy and <laughs> Frankenstein? Is it the Kaijuverse then? Because I haven't, I haven't heard. That's probably better. Yeah, I've heard them call it the MonsterVerse. But you're right. You're right. That that was the failed <laughs> MonsterVerse, the mummy and Dracula and Invisible Man. But when it comes to this movie and their the action scenes. Are they dope? Fuck yeah. Do they have great choreography? Fuck yeah. Is it visually beautiful in terms of the, the fidelity of the, the clarity of what you're seeing? Like the, the CGI on Godzilla and the CGI on Kong. Fuck yeah, it's beautiful. But they didn't hit me emotionally in those fight scenes. And I felt like it was a combination of the pacing to get to the fight scenes. Um, there wasn't enough, especially on Kong's side, because Kong's kind of the main character of this movie. There wasn't enough with Kong to make me feel... Like, what they did was good, but they need to expand on it more. We jump right into his story rather than getting a build-up to that first Godzilla-Kong fight. And it left me feeling not hollow, but not as hyped as something like the trailer got me. And it took me, like, I had to think about, like, why is that? Why, you know, these fights are the best I've seen. Why am I still not hyped? And there were moments in Godzilla King of the Monsters and the first Godzilla movie that actually did get me hyped more so than the fights in this movie. I'm like, why? I think... It's the, the score. And when you rewatch a lot of the Godzilla vs. Kong fights in this movie, basically all of them, the score is very subdued. And there's not a lot of fan service score moments in it. And you, you probably wouldn't know this because you're not like a huge kaiju fan like Godzilla and stuff like that. But there were some dope remixes in the King, uh, in the King of the Monsters movie of those old Godzilla tracks. Like when Godzilla comes out of the water after the nuclear bomb hits him in the face, uh... I forgot the guy's name, but when um, Chow Yun Fat is that his name? Was it Chow Yun Fat in that movie? No. Chow no. No. Uh, Kim Watanabe. Ken, uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm like what? <laughs> when Kim detonates the nuke in Godzilla's face, and he's resurrected again, and comes out the water. The score that plays in that moment, you probably didn't know it, but it's a remix of the classic Godzilla. And it's like a dope. It's got a choir. It's it's dope. For that scene, I was hyped because that, that music hit me with emotion. But in this movie, a lot of the fight scenes don't have that, that strong punctuating score. And I, as a joke, I, I made a meme combining the Attack on Titan score with Godzilla vs. Kong. And I'm not, fuck, I'm not mixing it to be like, this is, this is the perfect mix of audio and, and, and sound effect balancing. I didn't do it for that. People were like, it's overpowering the sound effects. I'm like, in a perfect world, it would be balanced by a professional, not a person making a meme. But I think... An epic score would have done so much, just that alone, to add weight and power behind a lot of the action scenes between Godzilla and Kong. Um, so for what they gave me, I enjoyed, 
But like that meme where it's uh, what's his face from Wonder Woman, life is good, but it could but be it, better. It could be better. So I enjoyed this movie. Did I love this movie? No. Things held it back, like I said, like the human element, like the lack of a score. Um, if, if, I, I try to turn my brain off for the nonsensical uh, pseudoscience bullshit, but if you even want to get into that, there's a lot of fucking like, what? Huh? So you go through a wormhole to get to the center of the earth, and there's a light source underneath the earth in the middle of the earth, like a sun that's that bright, and and like, like our, our emailer said, where the fuck did this Kong typical come from? Because as far as we knew in the Kong storyline, Kong was a baby on Skull Island, and his parents died fighting the Skull Crawlers. So, but he knew about the the monkey temple in the Hollow Earth. What? And then all of a sudden, he's got that 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 fucking Godzilla Stormbreaker, and it's just he just knew. I know what this is. It's like what? <laughs> it's like there's a lot of like questions like that you could get into. But I'm not even. You know, it's it's a kaiju movie. I'm not trying to get into like the the big brain shit of it. I just feel like like BVS. Um, there there were moments where it was awesome, but it could have been epic, and it didn't feel epic enough for me. I'm not gonna get into spoilers yet, but yeah, the third act where it's like, yeah, we're the two main people headliners fighting, but we're both fan favorites, so ultimately there's gotta be someone bigger than us. Um, hey man, that's Doomsday, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, <laughs> it, it is it, what it is. I, while I was watching, I was like, this whole movie is BVS. It's just BVS. <laughs> there was literally a moment where Godzilla and Kong are face to face, and he could have said, why'd you say that name? <laughs> like, it, it literally is that moment. <laughs> Uh, but if I were to give it a rating, I would give it. I know uh, exactly what you're. Rah, rah. Yeah, that, that moment. That was literally it. <laughs> you are a king. You're never even a monkey. <laughs> like, like what? Uh, I give it a more than passable. Like, and that's not like usually I separate like all the the. Like, if you're only in it, and I feel like this is the same reason I, I gave King of the Monsters. If you're only in it for the giant kaiju battles, for you. It's a perfect vision because you you will just watch this twenty minutes and be like, this is good enough. But for someone like me who's grown up with these these characters, and I, I want, granted, seeing them on the big screen this way is still amazing. I would want them to be Avengers level, respected on that level. I feel like the difference between this movie and and what are you doing? Why are you twerking? <laughs> but yeah, I just I just I just feel like I don't know, little Nas X in my head. Now. Oh my god, <laughs> twerking yeah. on the devil. It was. It was really good, but it could have been so much greater if they just took the time with some of the smaller elements. But what did you, how'd you feel about it? Girl. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> you, you didn't like it? I remember, I remember you hitting me up by it. You're like, like, this is like Godzilla versus Energy Source or whatever. You're like, oh, life is good, but it could be better. I'm like, life sucks. <laughs> oh my God. You didn't like it that much? I was bored at this movie. Really? And I'm going to just come out premature, rate it. Or I'm gonna give it a less than a, um, oof. I will give it a low passable. So you liked it that much less than bordering, King of the Monsters. Bordering on less than passable. You like it that much less than King of the Monsters. Yes. Okay. And maybe, and I mean, now that you mentioned the score, I was like, yeah, the score wasn't. I you can't remember, remember it. Yeah. Right? There's, there's no score really. But I was like. Except for those, those cringy ass uh, dad playlist songs. Yeah. Random. Yeah. And, and, and granted, part of me was like, you know, a movie like this, I feel like I should be watching on IMAX. So maybe maybe that is why I don't like it as much. Yeah. But then, Eve, I was like, nah, I don't think that's why. But now that you say the score, I'm like, yeah, I think that's part of it as well. But like, 
a big part of why I was bored in the movies because this movie is called Godzilla versus Kong. Mm. Granted, it should be Kong versus Godzilla because Kong was the main focus of the movie, yeah. not Godzilla. And yeah, like the human element, swag. I don't give a fuck about. And it's not to say you shouldn't have a human element in this movie, but just juxtapose it to something like Attack on Titan. Mm. Imagine if we didn't give a fuck about Aaron, Mikasa, Armin, uh, Erwin. There'd be no show. It's not, it's not about the Titans at the end of the day. Like, <laughs> And that's kind of my point with this. Like, With the Godzilla, Kong movies, like, yeah, they're an element and a part of the story, mm. but they're usually not always the main part of the story. It's always about the humans and their interaction yeah. or interpretation or how they see the you know this god monkey or godzilla yeah. and how they deal with that and how it fits in this world yeah. that's the most important part but then you got these humans and it's like you don't make me care about them Best at all case scenario, like i cared more about them in in the first like god cuz again i didn't see kong so i can't mm, really okay. comment on that but I care about like the Millie Bobby Brown and all that shit in the in the first got in King of the Monsters than I did in this one. Like honestly, take Millie she Bobby. She didn't have to be in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Take Millie Bobby Brown. Take Brian Tyree Henry and the other kid. Take them out of this movie. You lose nothing. Like they had no real purpose. No. Other than what they did at the very very end. What? <laughs> I don't remember they, what they did. That, oh oh oh! That's yeah. all they. That's yeah. all they did. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like. Okay, so why did I spend and like why did I spend like two hours with these characters? And then even with that, like you didn't get Scooby Doo Adventure. <laughs> you didn't get a Godzilla versus Kong moment until an hour into the movie. That that shit battle was an hour in. It was an hour in. Holy shit! What the fuck were they doing for that hour? I'm trying to think now. I'm like, I thought that was early in the movie. Conversations. <laughs> okay, that was whack. <laughs> Cause, it, cause it's not like they spent that time developing the characters really. I don't, no, no. <laughs> they they gave us seeds of the relationship between Kong and that little girl. Yeah, that, and that's the, I was just about to mention. That's the thing that I liked the most. Yeah, Kong and the little girl. But even that, you didn't really. If they expanded on it. Though, yeah, they didn't expand upon it. She should be the main character, not Millie Bobby Brown. Yes. What the fuck? <laughs> but oh, uh, we can't have a you know deaf girl as a main character because then there's sign language and all the other bullshit. And you know American audience don't like to read. There's a whole thing with that. What? Like, <laughs> that's why they don't have a lot of foreign films in America because the American audience don't like to read subtitles. So we're just gonna admit that we're dumb as a yeah. Nation. So we're yeah we're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all just gonna admit it. Okay. You know I love like one of my favorite movies. What was it, last year? Was Parasite? I love fucking Parasite. Yeah. Did you see Parasite? No. You should see Parasite. I heard it was good. I just haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah. But um. So I didn't really, I didn't care about any of any of that. Like, and then like when they they introduced Alexander Skarsgård's character as the the mean the main scientist, you know Eric Northman from True Blood. Yeah, I like him, but like, again, I, I didn't care. I didn't care about any of it. I didn't care about any of it. Yeah. And then, uh, like like you said, he was uh, this cartoony villain. He, he wasn't even really a villain. Wait, 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 which guy are we talking about? The, the main scientist, the one that they uh, the Asian guy. No, not the Asian guy, the white guy. Oh, yeah, the evil guy. Huh? He was the villain. No, not the white guy that was in charge of the corporation. The oh. other white guy. Fuck, who? I don't even talk about that. I'm like, who was the other white guy? The, the one that was in the ship that had the Godzilla, I mean, uh, Kong at the end. And he had to. Oh, he was a scientist? Yeah, he was, he's the one that knew about Hollow Earth. That's why they went to him in the oh, first place. Right. He, he's so generic. I felt, in my mind, exactly he was, my he point. was military, <laughs> in my mind. No, he was a scientist. Oh, yeah. He was yeah, that's why they went to him. He was generic Rick Flag white guy that you had to have. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, even the story just didn't make any sense. Like, 
They needed God. They needed. Bro, they needed Kong to find Hollow Earth. Don't. <laughs> but they already knew where Hollow Earth was because once they got Godzilla to Antarctica, they were just like, "Yeah, go down there." So you already knew where it was. So then, what the fuck did you need Kong for? How does Hollow Earth work? Like how? How? How does a whole all they needed, another dimension exists in the middle of our planet? But even, I'm not even <laughs> talking about that. But I'm just saying for the, the whole point of the movie was finding Hollow Earth. But they literally had a tunnel to Hollow Earth. All they needed was a ship because they didn't. They needed just a, some type of equipment to get in there. But yeah. they didn't need Kong to take them there. They knew where it was already. Was it taking him there or hiding him? Because they were like, if Godzilla no, finds him, he's gonna kill his ass. No, it was about take. They they said we need, we need a kaiju to lead us there. Yeah, I don't get it. They knew where it was. They, exactly, exactly. My point. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a million. When you get to the, like the how the energy source works down there, and they're 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 uploading energy to Mega Godzilla. It's like what the fuck? Are yeah, you through, about? through the core of the earth. Yeah, how does that work? Like, is there Wi-Fi down there? Like, what the fuck? Like, it's like if you drill for oil, and it was like, let me email the oil real quick <laughs> back to America. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's like what? It's stupid, but. <laughs> But in, in terms of like the positives and why I say I would give it a low a low passable is because yeah I did enjoy the fights and unlike mm. uh, Godzilla or Godzilla King of the Monsters it was like Pacific Rim one where you could pretty much see everything yeah and it didn't look unlike Pacific Rim two it didn't look like a cartoon no it had weight yes yes it definitely had the weight movements, to it Godzilla and King Kong's movements were both like weighted and looked like they had impact. So I definitely and I, I definitely enjoyed those fights. Those are those are my favorite moments of the movie. And like you mentioned, like if I ever want to go back and watch this movie, I would just go back and watch. Yeah, I'm pretty there's sure no somebody, desire. I'm pretty sure somebody put it on YouTube. Yeah. and just uploaded the fights. Like I would sooner rewatch King of the Monsters as a movie rather than this movie. But even still, like with the fights, as much as I enjoyed them, I also still feel like. Like you mentioned, the design had weight to it, but mm. I feel like the fight itself didn't really feel like it had any weight to it. Like, I don't know. There was just like, oh, these two titans are fighting, but it's like, okay. Like, there wasn't enough fight, which doesn't make any sense. Cause like, I feel like there was more fighting in this than any of the other monsters. I feel like there movies. was, or what I'm trying to say, I feel like there wasn't enough build up to why this fight matters. It was just like, yes. oh, we have these two popular characters, let's have them fight, but it, why There was though? no weight. That's, that's, why I'm, well, that's, why I was, that's why I was thinking about pacing. But then you told me it took an hour to get to that first fight. I thought it was early. That's why I didn't feel anything. But you're you're right. It's because it almost felt like, fuck the reason for it. Just give them together and they got to fight. It's like, what? Yeah. And I also at feel least, like... At least Freddy versus Jason, which, I, you know, a lot of people didn't like that movie. I thought it was decent. At least Freddy versus Jason gave a reason that they had the fight, that they put these two together, y'all, this other stuff. Mm. It was stupid, but it still was a reason. This was just like... My thing is, why did Godzilla zero in on Kong like that? I mean, he's, he's king of the monsters, right? And where, where are the other kaiju? And he can sense that there's one kaiju that didn't bow to him. He's like, I'm going to fuck that guy up. There can only be one. Ben, I mean, Daenerys. Bend the knee. Yeah, he's like, yo, hey, monkey on the boat. Did you bow to me? No. But spoilers, well, fuck you then. he didn't bow at the end, So, but they still was like, ah, right, you cool, you cool. Nah, it was more like... I don't want no beef, Godzilla. We good? We good? That's why I'm going to get the spoilers. But uh, is that your whole review? Yeah, I mean, yeah, less than passable. All right. I, I mean, low, low, low passable. I'm going to go with low more than passable. No, low passable. <laughs> because it's still Godzilla versus Kong, and the fights were still cool. That's really what you're there for. That's why it gets a low passable. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Otherwise, less than passable. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, but let's, let's start with what we're talking about with like the pacing and feeling like the, the fights didn't have enough weight. 
if they spent more time with Kong and that little girl, because the fact that she was able to teach him sign language, like that was a moment where I'm like, this is cool. This is a cool concept. But you didn't earn this moment. It was just like, oh, by the way, he knows sign language. What? What? Oh, by the way, every, every human on Skull Island died from a storm. What? Huh? Huh? How do we get here? Oh, by the way, Kong's in a, a dome. He was on Skull Island still, right? That was still Skull Island. That was still was Skull on. Island. We, we built an entire dome around Skull Island so Godzilla can't send some. What? Huh? And that's even plot hole. I'm like, and the last time they talked about Skull Island, they talked about how the storm around Skull Island makes it so other kaiju can't sense what's going on there. But like now I said, I didn't see it, so I can't comment. Okay, but now it's now it's a big dome we built. It's like, oh, okay, all right. So I felt like by the time they get to that first fight on the boat, I didn't get enough emotional stuff with Kong to really be scared for him, really. So when that fight happens, I'm just like, all right, well, I mean, you know, it's it's out of his element, so it's understandable why Godzilla whoop his ass there. But then when they had the rematch, I thought they would do more leaning into King Kong, like, you know, like Rocky. He's got to train after that first defeat. He's got to figure out why he lost, how to beat him. I thought he would be the one to make that spear because it's like, all right, I couldn't cut his body with my hands, so now i got to make a spear to cut him open and stuff like that. But, but it's like, no, we're just going to fly him over to Hollow Earth, which is a cool Easter egg for the old school uh, Godzilla versus Kong movie where that, that same thing happens where they put King Kong like a helicopter thing and kind of flies. So as camping as that is in, the, in this movie, that's because it's a reference to the old movie. But they take him to Hollow Earth and it's just like, all right, let's chase the monkey to a temple. And oh, I found an axe. All right, cool. And I'm like, what? But now, now I'm losing all of the cool character development that would have came from like him learn, like a, you know, like a monkey learning how to fight this this stronger enemy. And in the last fight, because really they say it's three rounds, but it's really just two fights. Yeah, it's two fights. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh, Kong won that round. Well, technically mean, three if you once you get Mechagodzilla. Well, yeah, but I'm this is with the Kong Godzilla fights. They they say when Kong hits him one time with the axe, well, Kong won that round. I'm like, did he? No, he didn't. Or did he just hit him once? Like they he got one good hit. Literally in. had to resuscitate my dude. Yeah, like, he, like he died. Well, that was before before that when he was like they, they start fighting and then for half that fight, God, King Kong's running away trying to dodge the fucking laser beam that the lizard's shooting. He gets hit in the back. He's like, oh fuck, that hurt. And he has to like to jump from building to building to get the axe and then does, does that trailer shot where he hits him with the axe. And that, just hitting him one time was when the, it's almost like they were like, okay, we gotta make it seem like Kong's like doing better than he actually is. Put it, put the line in that white guy's mouth that, well, looks like Kong won that round. And then the very next shot, Godzilla just fucks him up again. I'm like, and then he's got, he's got him on the ground, yeah, foot Kong, on his chest, like you bitch. <laughs> like there was no like Kong didn't win any round. Like there was no contest in both fights. But see, I thought in that second fight, like after that that first initial strike with the axe, from there he'd start putting in more stress. And he kind of did where he like he remember that moment where he throws something at a building and makes Godzilla turn because he thinks like something's coming around the corner, but then Kong's behind him and jumps on his back, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But that was the only time he did something that seemed like human ingenuity. But, like, that would be the only way I could see Kong fighting Godzilla toe-to-toe. But they didn't do that. They didn't lean up enough into it. So I didn't get that feeling of, like, like uh, rewarded character development from that fight. No, Godzilla pretty much dominated both. Like, there was no... Ain't no pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> there was no contest. <laughs> like... Like when one guy's on the floor getting his chest scratched up and then he's like, he basically puts a foot on your chest and yells at you and all you can do is yell back, I think you lost. <laughs> yeah. You bitch. I ain't a bitch. It's like, all right. I mean, uh, Black Panther, is this your king? Yes, but look what happened. 
And then, but yeah, so he get, he got beat up so fucking bad that he had to be resuscitated with that ship like a fucking defibrillator. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, put some respect on Kong's name. Like that's he got beat up so bad, you had a fucking he had a heart attack from it. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> like there's no, I don't know. It should have been. I, I don't think logically. Godzilla would have lost to Kong on any level, but at least make the fight closer. Like, you know what I mean? Give me more to root for than just, wow, there was no chance for Kong to win, was there? I mean, I don't want to say logically, you know, dealing with two marks, but at the same time, it's like, well, no, you could say, make an argument that that Kong would win because he has that human ingenuity. And you think about the battle between like Neanderthals and human, mm. whatever, who won out because who was smarter? Who? Yeah, but it's the equivalent of like if I gave you an axe and was like, "Yo, go fight that crocodile," you'd be like, "What?" <laughs> like, yeah, you got a badass axe. Well, me, crocodile. well, me, but if you got like the crocodile, give, crocodile Dundee or whatever, no, I can give that the axe to the rock. Give it he to the rock. Still get destroyed. Nah, he fuck up the crocodile. Nah, <laughs> he would. nah. The rock is a crocodile. <laughs> that's that's literally what I was thinking the entire fight. I'm like. You know, I, I was rooting for Kong, but now that I'm seeing the fight, it would be like if I gave a, a gorilla like an axe to fight a, a, a crocodile. It, 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 they fight different. Like, they, they got claws, they got teeth, like they're snapping at you. Like, and you know, even though I feel like they could have made King Kong smarter, like, like a human level of smartness, but he is still a, a wild animal gorilla, and gorillas, even though they're smarter than the average animal, they're still gorillas. Like, they... they they still wouldn't have the level of human cognition to be able to, you know, think on the fly like that and to fight something that's stronger than them. So I guess it's kind of realistic in that way. But I don't want to see realistic. I want to see, <laughs> I want to see fucking King Kong like knocking away laser beams with the axe and like. <laughs> oh, he did one time. One time. <laughs> that's all you get. And barely, because it knocked him away too. So barely. <laughs> I was like, all that hype for no reason. And he also reason. had that circular disc thing that he was using. The circular disc thing. Yeah, he he was blocking the uh, ha, ha, uh, ha, halitosis with the circular. Oh, like the little temporary shield. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and I guess the the point of it is, yeah, well, Godzilla kicked his ass, but but then Mega Godzilla kicked his ass, so it's even. And then King Kong beat Mega Godzilla, so who's really the king? And I'm like. The guy they didn't. They teamed up to beat. Yeah, I mean, King Kong would have lost against Becky Godzilla too if Godzilla didn't help him with his laser breath. Yeah. But at the end of that fight, it wasn't even like a, like an even like yeah respect. King Kong dropped the axe. Like, please don't hurt me, sir. <laughs> Godzilla's like, yeah, you best to remember <laughs> the axe I just gave you. Uh huh. I don't know. How'd you feel about that? Did you care? Did you have any stake in it at all? You're just like, eh, whatever. Well, you mean the end? Yeah, just just how you felt about King Kong, like and him getting his ass beat. Like, did you feel like it should have been a closer fight, or did you care that Godzilla whooped his ass? No, I, I, that's what I was saying. Like, I feel like I thought with the way the movies, I thought the, I thought Godzilla, I mean uh, Kong was gonna win because mm. I'm like, well, Kong has thumbs. Godzilla, <laughs> Godzilla doesn't have thumbs. You know, they talk about the opposable thumbs. Yeah. So that's what I thought, but it didn't happen. I was like. Okay, well, whatever. But like I, like I was saying in my uh, little mini review, like there was no build up to them fighting or anything like that. So I didn't really. It was great to look at, but I didn't really care. Like there was no, I had no emotional attachment. Yeah, and then he's being stupid. I had more emotional attachment to Kong and little girl than like everything. Like that's the only thing I dialed into in this whole movie. And yet they barely touched them. But they barely touched on it. Even been... the fact that she could touch the ground and feel his heartbeat. Yeah. Like, 
All dope shit. Why wouldn't that? Expand? She's fucking Daredevil. Like, <laughs> and we love Daredevil. Give yeah. me some more of that. Why wasn't that expanded upon? Like, if if you had nailed that emotional. Connection, oh, she's Moon Girl, and Kong is Devil uh, Dinosaur, Devil Monkey. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they had nailed that emotional connection, and instead of having the useless Scooby Doo adventures with fucking Millie Bobby Brown and the rest of those guys. And even cut out the shit with like the the very obvious double crossing chick that joins up with them. She was like a mustache. Ah! Yeah, betray them, bro. The, the no, first, don't kill me. Yeah, the first thing you see her, I'm like, clearly she's gonna be a bad guy. Like, there's no like, oh, well, she's definitely gonna be good. Like, fuck out of it. It's so obvious. But they just eliminate those weak elements to the story and just focused on that little girl and Kong's relationship. You can even have Kong getting his ass with most of the movie. That would have been an amazing, like, rallying final act for him to come around because the little girl's the one that's like, you could do it, Kong. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking do it. I don't know. I was just disappointed. I, and I wanted it to be... Like, it's weird because it's not like it was bad. It's just like I see the potential of how much better it could have been. It was bad. It wasn't it bad. Was bad. <laughs> I think it was bad. There were, there were parts that were bad. Even like the Hollow Earth thing. I'm like... Those scenes in the trailer where he's fighting those war bat, like those flying monster things. He can't even beat those. He had no. to have humans help yeah, with he that. Yeah, he had to get humans help. But he was, <laughs> I'm like, yo, why, why are you making calling a bitch, bro? <laughs> And that's another thing. As a Godzilla fan, even, I felt like Godzilla didn't have much, enough personality. He was just kind of like an asshole. And I'm like, I can't even be happy you yeah, won. He was, he was evil, but not really. He was destroying the town, everybody, whatever. But be, that was because Rocks on, not Rocks on, whatever <laughs> yeah, the fuck basically. they're called. Yeah, he sensed the evil Godzilla. Was it Apex. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, Apex. Apex Predator. Yeah, they sensed, he sensed the evil Godzilla, so that's why he was fucking shit up. But still, it was like, I feel like. Granted, not to give like human traits to a, a fucking lizard thing, but I mean he did laugh, so he is kind of human. He's like, <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'm I st- like, what? <laughs> but I still, I'm like, I still feel like Godzilla would have had more tact. Tact. Yeah. He has like, a, a monocle on top hat. Well, I do say, a good Tokyo, I I see an energy source over there that is quite evil. Let me destroy it for you. Like what? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Instead okay. of like. Or not, not, not even just in the nest, but like instead of going on a rampage or this the whole city, I feel like he would be more, more targeted, more focused. Yeah, that's a good point. As opposed to him he... just destroying everything. Yeah, that... especially when you can see the core where the radiation is coming from. Like, why would he start blasting everything? Yeah, that's why I kind yeah plot. But it was weird because it was like the implication was not that he sensed that energy that it was just like like evil kaiju energy. He was freaking out according to Millie Bobby Brown, because they were trying to make something stronger than him. So he's like, fuck that. No one's better than me, baby. Godzilla forever. I'm like, just an asshole. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you making something to replace me? Did you forget my name? Godzilla, motherfucker. But, but it's so stupid, even with the, the rules of the universe. Never before has Godzilla attacked humans. He's always been the protector, yada, yada, yada. And then all of a sudden, he's fucking destroying humans that had nothing to do with Apex. I mean, I, I've so never I, I really... I feel like they just did it just for the sake of getting Millie Bobby Brown in the... In the in Do you the, think in the real world they would ever call a giant lizard that kills people just by walking a protector of anything? No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they did. Yeah, I mean, I saw a funny argument. They're like, um, Mechagodzilla is actually the hero of the movie. Like, there's not... Other than how they characterize the villains as being villainous, when you really think about it, 
that's the logical thing we would do in our world. We're just like, okay, so this monster has been destroying cities now for years. He's a, it's a wild animal. And yeah, it's helped us, but it's also still created how much d- damage to our world. I mean, humans will be trying... Look at what we're doing now. We don't even have a Godzilla. So yeah, we would try to do that shit even without Godzilla. Yeah, but you would make a defense... Some, a Godzilla that's programmed to be for humanity. Granted, it went off the rails, but they didn't know that was going to happen. So what they were really doing was making a countermeasure to a giant monster attack like Godzilla. But I don't say that it's would make evil. I don't say that would make him a human because who's controlling it? White people. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, pure evil. That's the, the true kaiju. Was yes. Um, I mean, but yeah, I mean, it's not much to talk about because there's no human element to discuss. My biggest. I mean, there where, is human element, but there's nothing. <laughs> what is it? Oh, conspiracy theories. Oh. I fucking I drink bleach. Oh, oh we can like, talk about Millie Bobby Brown's dip dipping in and out American accent. <laughs> that was so stupid, man. Even like what they did with the the main character from King of the Monsters. He was like a glorified cameo just to be like, "You're crazy, Eleven. You don't know what you're talking about, Eleven. <laughs> Even though in these movies, typically the little girl that is like, "No, we gotta do this," is usually right. But I'm not gonna listen to you this time. <laughs> Even her father really didn't play any. He was already. That's what I mean, him. He was already in Tokyo or Hong Kong or whatever. He could have been the main. He could have poured the fucking water on the on the terminal. Yeah, it doesn't. It was weird. Didn't have to be a, a love. Granted, I love Millie Bobby Brown. I have a photo with me and her in my phone, or yeah. a video her doing doing the words from Stranger Things. I mm. love Millie, but Millie, but not in this movie. I did like Mechagodzilla's like how he moved. It was very Tekken. Like it was like he was doing Tekken combos and Godzilla and King Kong. Um, but in terms of its weaponry, this is a nerdy thing. But in, in the original Godzilla movies, I felt like he had more, like a, a wider range of arsenal. In this, it felt like he was just robot Godzilla, just straight up. But like in the other movies, he had like missiles and different kinds of lasers. He had missiles in this too. He did? Yeah, he was shooting like shit. Oh, off his, his shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking he had like different, I don't know. I feel like he had a lot of different gadgets to attack with. And this, it just felt like he was a big robot, big robotzilla. But, I mean, I still liked it. I, I mean, mean, isn't that what he is, though? <laughs> yeah, but he would fight different in the original. He wouldn't just—he wouldn't fight like. I guess he did fight different. I don't, what am I saying? Because there were moments where like he would jump in the air and like use his rocket pack to like burst forward and like speed up his punches and stuff. So Godzilla would be caught off guard. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just was so not invested by that point. I was like, yeah, this is cool. I guess. Just needed a score, man. If they just had Tackle Titan score, this shit would be a ten out of ten. <laughs> And cut out the human shit because that mm, shit was whack. Nah, if it had an epic score, it'd just be passable. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Damn. All right, well, let's move on. Let's get into something that hopefully is better than passable. Let's talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The danger was superheroes. They become icons. Wars are fought. Movements are formed. People need something to get behind. And we're going to do it our own way. She will escalate and will not stop. The only power I have is that I believe we can do better. Why didn't you use the metal arm? Right-handed. Uh, I don't remember what the episode's title was. This episode, do you remember? Power Broker. Power Broker. And it's episode three? Yes. Three. So would you have... Halfway f- point. The half... Because there's only six. Yeah. I explained why they released the Loki trailer already. 
They're like, all right, it's almost over. Now think about the next thing. Because <laughs> Loki doesn't come out until June. Mm. It's not like it's coming out in two weeks. But by the time it's over, it'll be, what, like a month out from Loki? A month. Three weeks, yeah. Like Black Widow. Like, no, wasn't it? Mo- wait, no, it was When did Black Widow come out? No, I, it was supposed Loki? to come out in May. I think it was moved to July. So after Loki. So after Loki. Oh, okay. They're just making sure that you don't forget Disney at all. (laughs) You better subscribe to our shit. (laughs) Um, How'd you feel about this episode? I really enjoyed the Zemo stuff this episode. No, I I enjoyed this episode. I wouldn't rate it my favorite. Episode two was still my favorite, but Mm. I would say this is my second favorite. I'm I'm on the fence because there were a lot of things this episode that were like enjoyable. Like it, it felt like a very mcu episode if that makes any sense mm-hmm. just like the, with the banter between zemo bucky and sam and even some of the things that happen even though some things are kind of stupid like the sam getting a phone call during a <laughs> a super secret yeah, mission I was like come on bro <laughs> like, why is your phone on like why why at all <laughs> why do you even have it yeah like why do you have any tra- if you're undercover why do you have any trace to who you really are <laughs> like it's stupid granted writing plot i think i was just the writers being like hey guys but it was funny just remember we haven't forgotten about this other element that we introduced yeah but it was funny like it wasn't like it wasn't funny it was just kind of yeah, like no what? it was but i was just like but also i kind of get it like they make reference they make reference to the fact and do point out like sam's not a spy sam's a soldier mm-hmm. so doing all this undercover shit this is outside of his wheelhouse yeah Sharon, Bucky, and Cap are the spies. Yeah. and But Cap is both. He's both a soldier and a spy, but he's more... Yeah, Sam's not really well, a spy. That's what happens when you're on the run from the government for however long. <laughs> yeah. That's why Cap became more of like a stealth saboteur kind of thing. But it's still like stupid <laughs> that he had his phone on. Yeah, that's stupid. But overall, I really enjoyed it. I mean, like even, Zemo didn't have a speech. Like, make sure you guys don't have your phone. Yeah, what, like, <laughs> like, how much prepping did you guys do before you walked in? Like, this just, like, just like when you go to the movie. The movie theater is Make sure you turn off all your communication device. Like, uh, but yeah, I liked a lot of the even like um, the break, the prison breakout was like a like aftermath kind of conversation that Sam was having with Bucky. Yeah, I like the way they did that. Yeah, because I was like, I didn't really want to see the entire breakout sequence, but the way they did it, where it was like, what if? <laughs> And it's like, oh, by the way, I just said, what if about? And it actually happened. And he's here now. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, the dynamic's awesome. And I, I do feel like this episode was a lot, unlike the other episodes, this episode was a lot of, even though I like it, there was still a lot of setup for yes. the things to come. And then yeah. also this episode was way more action focused mm-hmm. than the other episodes. So there wasn't really a whole lot of like the character moments, even though there was some character there moments. There were some character moments. Yeah, there were yeah. some character moments within the action, but it was mostly like action and setup and moving from scene to scene. Yeah. To whatever is going to happen in the last three episodes or whatever. Question: Zemo was just a dude before he read all those Hydra secrets and stuff? Because the the scene where he puts his mask on, which is funny how he even got the mask, he's like, "Oh, a random mask from the comic book right here in this car. Let me just take that real quick." <laughs> but those were his cars. Oh, that was his car? Yeah, he said that. These are all, he's, oh. a, he's a baron. I watched the show on Thursday, but I don't remember. <laughs> but, yeah, because they said... Even oh, that's the, right, because he was like, oh, I'm a baron. Like, oh, Yeah, okay. he wanted to play. They was like, you have a plane? Like, he was like, I'm a baron. So baron Zemo. That's why he... It's like, I used to have... Much, before like, this, I thought he was just a guy, but now he's, he's got, like, martial arts training where he's taking out dudes with, yeah, like, that, gunplay. I mean, they didn't, but maybe he's like Prince Hakeem from Coming to America. You know how he's training in the beginning? Mm-hmm. That's the only way that makes sense. He was like, damn. All right. See, I thought you were just a guy, but so I, I guess, guess not. I guess if you're rich, you, you can do anything. Yeah, you, you, train, you train for martial artists. <laughs> which, which superpower? Man, I don't think he's like fighting 
Sam Wilson or anything like that, but I guess he has. He knows a little bit. I bet you it does happen. And I bet you he holds his own better than you would assume he would. I mean, maybe it's a comic book property, yeah. so. But I don't. I don't think they're gonna make him. A, I think he's gonna be more anti-hero-ish. Oh, you think he's not gonna be a villain villain ever? No, not not well. I feel like he's setting them up to betray them at some point in this and like in this series. Yeah, no, of course. But I don't okay. think he's gonna be like a full-on villain villain. Oh, okay, like a Loki. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope so because he's been—he was way too. Because I would also because that's episode. also a rumor, and I would love to see it like if if they end up doing a Thunderbolts, mm. which is DC Marvel's version of Suicide Squad. I would like yeah. to have him show up on the Thunderbolts. That'd be cool. So wasn't he the stand-in for Cap in that? What was he the stand-in for Cap in that? Were the Thunderbolts like equivalent to the Avengers? Well, I was saying the Thunderbolts are DC or Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad. Yeah, but weren't they also like a? Like in terms of who was on the roster, weren't they comparable to the Avengers? Like they had like their own version of ish, because yeah, like uh, Ross like was Thor. On, yeah, Ross yeah, was on the team. Hulk, Red yeah. Hulk. Yeah, I thought he was the Captain America of that squad. I don't remember though. I don't think so. Oh, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't want him to be a straight up villain because I, I like how woke he is. Like the like all Which the I thought, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> well, he had he had all that time in prison. He's been reading a bunch of books. Because <laughs> yeah. at the same time. Grant Sam called him out too. He's like, "Yeah, you're out of line," but he's a, he's, he's right, right though. <laughs> I'm just like, "How the fuck? Only, do you, what was the line? How do you know about the black experience? Like, yeah, shut, yeah. yeah. <laughs> only in America will African American fashion. Well, he didn't say African American. He just said only an American would think. Oh, what? a fashion forward black, black man, man is a pimp. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I said, and I was wondering. I was like, is that an American trope? Like, do people outside of America? Do they not? I got maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's our that's our own American history. So why would other countries perceive it that way? But and I, I mean, thought that was a cool reference to Sam mean, being a pimp in the comics. But I mean, right? people get people have stereotypes based on like black people because of what they see in American media. Oh, for sure. But I was I would assume Americans would have a better more of an idea of that than. And I thought it was also in a reference to his pimp origins in the comics. Right? Sam was a pimp in the comics. I thought he was. Was he? I think he was a drug dealer. No, he was like something like that. Original. I think his original origin before they retconned it, he was. I think he was a drug. I think he was a drug dealer. Oh, maybe it was both. I don't remember. Pimp and drug dealer. <laughs> you know, like a good black role model should be. But, but, but also, part of me is like with the with the way that works. Hey, I think that was a picture of like Anthony Mackie and real that they just used for the show. That was like he was at a party and they're just like, let's put this in the show. Oh, the smiling tiger or whatever? Yeah, the, that picture. <laughs> yeah. But then also part of me is like, so you just happen to have a guy that looks exactly like you <laughs> and nobody like were referenced, especially considering you're an Avenger. Yeah. And, and then when you get to the party, everybody knows who the Winter Soldier is. Yeah, Nobody's no one like, knows who the black guy is. Yeah, nobody knows who Falcon is. Like, well, to that's, be fair, that's the Avenger. To be fair. Even the the accounting guy at the bank didn't know who he was. <laughs> it's like without the goggles, maybe maybe the yeah, goggles I mean, is true. what does it. <laughs> but still, like you get to a party, but everybody's where's like, where's everybody's where's like that's ma- the Winter Soldier. That's the Winter yeah, Soldier. He wears a mask. <laughs> yeah, and nobody's like, that's Falcon. Yeah. Or 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 in America, and I'll be like, you look like a smiling tiger. You know why? Racism. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's yes. a, that's a subtext for everything. It is. Um, I was really, I was really intrigued with what they did with Sharon. Like there being actual weird consequences for like her disappearing after Civil War. Yes. I was like, oh, so the government didn't give a fuck about you and you've been on the run. Not even the government. It goes, it goes to show like ultimately the Avengers ain't shit. Yeah. 
What the fuck Tony, is Tony Stark to, doing? Yeah, I was going to say, Tony doesn't pay them. He's the true villain of this whole series. T- Tony didn't give them no money or anything like that. He 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 bankrolled in terms of like giving them the facility or anything, but he didn't give them no checks. Yeah. You got Steve Rogers, like... How come how, he had he had Sharon sneak into Shield and everything like that to break he, out? He broke out to, Sam and them. Why didn't yeah, he go find her? Exa- that's that's what I was gonna get to. What like the fuck for years, you, you made sure <laughs> you made sure Sam Sam came with you while you wanted to run. You made sure Bucky went to to fucking Wakanda so he could get his mind uh, deprogrammed. <laughs> what about that girl you kissed? Yeah, Ooh. what about that? What about your fucking niece, bro? I'm like my beard. Fuck that bitch. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Me and you, Buck. <laughs> I'm going to like, Wakanda with you. You didn't come and check on her, like. You knew she was. You knew what she was doing was gonna fuck for her years. up for years. They were on the run. <laughs> yeah, you didn't try to call her, bring her with you, and then on top of that, like, granted, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure Cap when he came, like old man Cap, whatever the fuck, I'm pretty sure he has something to do with Bucky getting pardoned. You think? Cause who, like, who else would speak on speak on behalf of Bucky to get him pardoned? I mean, but he's old man Cap. Oh, you mean when he was still young before he became old man Cap? Maybe both. I don't know. It had to be whether, before. Whether it's old man Cap or before he came. Yeah. Steve Rogers, I'm pretty sure, has something to do with Bucky getting pardoned. Yeah. What about Sharon, bro? Nah, fuck that bitch. <laughs> you don't give a fuck about that girl he kissed that one time. <laughs> but I do like what did her personality. Because I felt yes. like I, I didn't care about her before because she was a generic girl. Like, all right. You're well, just... they didn't give her anything before. Yeah, it was just whatever. But now her being kind of scorned gives her personality to work with. And now I like her little sassiness where she's like, aren't you like all about American Bucky? Like, you fucking, you're all about that shit before you became an assassin. He's like, oh, that's not true. <laughs> I like that stuff. Yeah, he's like, she's kind of awful now. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's exactly what he's like. Oh, she's awful now. So I was like, she's pretty awful. But um, no, but it makes sense though. Yeah. Fuck like, the government. Fuck, yeah, fuck the Avengers too. You were, you worked for the government and the government fucking... But is she gonna betray them? Because what was that moment when she gets in the I car think she's the, the power broker. You think she's the power broker? Yeah. Who's the power broker in the comics? Some guy named Curtis so or whatever. Doesn't give nobody. Doesn't, yeah. Not important. Yeah. Then maybe you're right. Well, there were two power brokers. One guy, I don't remember the other guy's name, but then he got replaced by another guy named Curtis. Okay, well, if he's, if he's not like, sim, like not symbolic, what's the word? If he's not uh, easily identifiable, then no. fuck make anybody. But I'm like, because like, think about it. Like, she's basically almost damn near running Madripoor. Yeah. She has this whole art gallery of real art. Yeah, the art broker. <laughs> Where the fuck did she get that from? She happened to be there when Sam and them were there. That was the main thing. Like, just the coincidence that she was there. Not even just that, but she th- that party that they were at, she said she was throwing that party. Mm. How the fuck are you throwing a party, Sharon? Like, she, clearly she got connection. And then not only just that, but then at the party, she was able to figure out where the scientist guy was. She knew the exact fucking locker or whatever he was in. Yeah. And then after they had their little fight or whatever, she got in the car. She had a driver. Yeah. So Sharon's the true villain. And then she was like, we have a problem. Is Sharon the true villain of this this series? Sharon Sharon Carter, really? Yeah, I'm like, Sharon, Sharon, you got some split. Like, like, I love Lucy. Sharon, you got some splaining to do. (laughs) But I do like how they're keeping us guessing. There's not like a clear, these guys are the bad guys. Sharon's Mephisto. Oh my God, you're right. Sharon's (laughs) Mephisto. Um, they even try to continue to humanize the Flag Smashers, even though that one chick's kind of crazy as fuck. But you could, before she destroyed that building, I like what they were doing when it was like, we're fighting for our people, we're fighting to live. And that guy was like, yeah, I, I like that guy more than her. You didn't, you didn't like the, the characterization? I'm not, I'm not feeling the Flag Smashers. Like, why? Because they're assholes? I or? don't know. I'm not feeling them. Like, there's nothing... 
Well, I don't feel like they're the main villains. They're just like... But they're making it seem like they are. They're the red herring, though. But still, like, even with that, like, I'm still not... Even what you're showing me, I'm not, like, getting any com- connection mm. or attachment to really any... Like, they have this random girl or like, this random woman who I, I don't know if that her mother or whatever. She's crying over her bed. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like take that scene out because I don't really care. Like, who is this woman? Why should I care? Mm. Like, all of those scenes, just give them more to Sam. I like, feel like they were just trying to, build, to give a Building human, Sam's character. They're trying to give a human element to this rebel faction. I get that, but I'm yeah. still not feeling, I'm not feeling anything. And then all of a sudden, mm. just out the blue. And granted, I get it. I get it. I get it. But then just all of a sudden, out the blue, because before this episode, the Flag Smashers didn't really kill anybody. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, boom, we're going to blow up some people. Yeah, escalation's happening. But I'm like, and, and and I get I get why and how like I can put the puzzle pieces together to figure out why that switch happened because her mother or whatever, whoever this person was, mm. just died. Yeah. So now she's like, fuck the world, like. Yeah. So I mean I get that, but it's still like I'm not feeling. I don't know. I kind of like that. Seeing, I'm not feeling the attachment. Seeing the, I, mm, I get what you're saying, but I feel like. It, it's okay because they're just one element of many in the show that are possible the villainous archetypes in it. Yes, I get that, but I'm. St- remember what I was saying before. Again, we still got three episodes left. Yeah. But remember what oh, I was saying. Get back to Isaiah Bradley, or we're gonna be mad. <laughs> not even just that, but I'm like, remember what I said. What I said in the beginning. I feel like they're introducing so much. Yeah. And it's not like. I don't know, like even with the flag smash, like I just feel like it's not enough time. I feel like the flag smash is gonna be over by like next episode. Like, what, someone's going to pop off with... Oh, we didn't talk about it, but someone's going to pop off with what's-his-face, uh, John Walker, Captain America. Either something's going to happen where he either takes the Flag Smashers out or something escalates where he becomes a more prominent threat in this in the series. Yeah, because I'm like, even with that, there's the Isaiah Bradley threat, there's the Flag Smashers threat, there's the stuff with Sam and his sister threat, there's Bucky still has to make amends with Nakajima and all that other stuff. And, all, mm. and then now we got the Wakanda element that we're, that we're adding in the show. Yeah. We still got to deal with Zemo. Then we still got to deal with the Flag Smashers. And we know we're not done with Sharon Carter and we only got three episodes left. So I'm still just like, why can't you just enjoy the ride, bro? Well, I am enjoying the ride, but I'm still... <laughs> But my point is, like, with the Flag Smashers, I feel like maybe because it's not enough episodes, it's, it, I almost kind of feel like they're skirting through mm. their motivation and scenes. And then also, we still haven't dealt with, I'm pretty sure there's still more with Torres to come. Maybe he might become the new Falcon. So I'm just, mm. yeah. and then John, yeah, John Walker and Battle Coon. So I'm just like, <laughs> Captain America. <laughs> yeah, John's going kind of uh, off the deep end in these last in this last episode. Shout out people, do you know who I am? I don't give a fuck who you are, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the power is definitely going to his head. Yeah. So what happens when he actually gets power? Right? That, that's kind of the storyline in the comic too, be, right? He's gonna become a full-on white man. <laughs> <laughs> I am now Captain White America. <laughs> the, the most dangerous type of man. Oh my god. Uh, what would you rate this episode? I get more of the passable. I, mm, I mean, I liked it. I guess I liked it more than you. I get it perfect. I mean, I'm trying to think of things I didn't like in it. I can't really think of any. I mean, the one thing was just that funny Sam part, which was just like really. But other than that, I liked it. And I think it was. I, I liked it because I like the balance of humor and action in this one. But yeah, but I definitely and like Zemo's a joy. Zemo's almost the new Loki. Get, get in to see Bucky. His little dance, Zemo dance. <laughs> yeah, Why in the not? club. It was just, it was just... Oh yeah, doing this. All right, I, I didn't. Have, I had too much rhythm. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> but get it, get in to see Bucky uh, revert back to his Winter Soldier persona. That kind of that turned me on a little bit. Okay, 
I was gonna agree until you said the last part. <laughs> no, no, you agree. You agree. <laughs> it's just the way they film it, like the way he moves, like the it's so fast and strong. I don't know. It's yeah, cool. I was like, oh, Bucky. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> stop, stop doing this. No, to me. he needs the long hair and the mask. No, those two things saw, combined. He, Sam got a little turned on too because he was like, you okay? <laughs> Is that what you saw? You know, like. <laughs> kind of make my dick hard right now. Like, whoa, yeah. whoa. <laughs> the smiling tiger dick speaking of getting dick hard getting your dick hard my dick did not get hard for what he had to fucking drink that snake oh what was that, that? snake heart what was that some fucking was drink that, was that shatari alien snake or no, something that was an actual snake oh that was a real snake yeah oh it looked like a fucking alien i was like what is that thing that he like they put the snake heart or snake liver in there for he had to drink i was like I love the way he drank. He was like, uh, 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 he drank. <laughs> like, I'm like, come on, bro. You, bro, you just gave yourself away. Because I'm pretty sure Smiling Tiger has just been like. <laughs> just, I, I like the way the bartender was looking at him like, what the fuck? <laughs> you good? But I was just like, oh, <laughs> we'd have got shot if that was me. Yeah, I'd nah. Like, nah. Nah. I, nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on then. Let's get into, you want to jump into Invincible or My Hero? Both animated superhero stuff. Wait, wait, wait! I just thought of, but there was there was another uh, fucky. Oh, moment. we just we breezed past the the you mentioned it, but the Black Panther uh, cameo at the end. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Uh, I was gonna say uh, there was there was another fucky moment in in this episode. Fucky. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. When the two of them were in the middle of the battlefield and they were arguing. Like, you were supposed to do this. No, you were supposed to listen to me. Oh, yeah. In every action movie. In every action movie. (laughs) I was ready for them to start kissing after that. (laughs) What the fuck? I mean, again. Again, talking about queer baiting. In the middle of a battlefield? Yes. Yes. What? It's shit that happens. And, like, if they they were, again, if they were a man and a woman. Yeah. Like, literally, there's a moment in the comic books where the Avengers are fighting whatever the fuck. And you see Wanda and Vision making out during the middle of a fight. (laughs) What the fuck? Or, or like inappropriate Wanda. <laughs> or like I, I made I made a TikTok video about this. There's a, like in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, you see Xander and Cordelia. Fuck Joss Whedon. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But they're like arguing with each other. Like, oh, you're a moron. And I was like, I hate you. I hate you. And then they start making out. I'm like, they do this as shit. Don't, that they, don't quote Joss Whedon on what's normal about romance. <laughs> well, I didn't say it was normal, but that's just an example. That's just one example. <laughs> That shit like that has happened in like almost every rom com or whatever. Mm. They start arguing, then all of a sudden. Mm. I mean, you're not wrong, but maybe not in the middle of a battlefield though. <laughs> like, nah, they were about to start jerking. With active gunfire. They were about to start jerking each other off. Oh, and Zemo shot that which guy. I'm like, that's kind of painful to get jerked off by a vibranium arm though. But maybe it might feel good if you got lube on it. It's like. You're like, oh, sh- oh. Is this what you think about when you watch these episodes? It's like. What are the logistics? I'm over here watching like, wow, their banter is so funny. Meanwhile, Mike's no. like, what is the logistics of a vibranium arm hand job? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what? what I wonder. How does that feel? How much KY necessary for something like that? Is it super painful or? <laughs> or is it the opposite? Is it yeah. super, super good? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's vibranium, right? So it, it can't create a kinetic energy, right? <laughs> so maybe it feels great. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Stupid. Um, two questions. One, Zemo shot that guy because he doesn't want anyone else to be able to make superhumans? Is that why? Yeah, remember his whole thing is he doesn't like superheroes. Yes, okay. And number two, uh, that cameo at the end of Ayo, right? Ayo, yes. their name? Yes. How do you feel about that? 
Are you hyped? Oh no, I was hyped. I yeah. like that was something I was even when Bucky was picking up. The I didn't beat, even think about. That. I didn't even think about it because I'm like, they're not fucking bringing the black like they're not gonna because even like think about Wandavision like there was no major cameo or whatever besides like property yeah. besides like Wu and Darcy but I wouldn't consider them major. major. Granted, Ao is not like Okoye but she's still that's still a ma- that's number two. She's the second in command. Yeah, Dora the Milaje. first. Remember the first time we saw Dora Milaje was her. Yeah, so at, in a civil war. war. Yeah. So, oh, you would be, oh, you would be, yeah, <laughs> iconic, <laughs> like still. <laughs> and I remember white people like, oh, she don't want none for black. She don't want none from Black Widow. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> black Widow don't want none from her. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was hype, and hopefully it's not like just uh, that music. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a. <laughs> Although part of me is like, how long, Bucky? How long was Bucky in Wakanda? Like. He a year maybe you know he, he speak wakandan because she was like when she spoke her in wakandan language i'm here for yeah. zemo i was like bucky don't know what she fuck she's saying <laughs> <laughs> he's like uh say again i don't know what you're saying <laughs> the uh, white wolf but i'm actually surprised I'm, I'm both surprised like uh, it makes sense to charles the one that brought him in. not even just that but like considering how much kind of almost like foreshadowing in a sense because they've been referencing wakanda a lot in this show mm. mostly because of bucky's connection yeah that's true i didn't even think about that I mean, and, we were just thinking about a cool, like, oh, cool Easter. Yeah, now all of a cool sudden reference. Wakanda's in here. So I'm hoping it's not just a, like a one-off. You think she's going to join the squad or just like... I mean, a, I hope so because like it would make sense. Like, I'm here for Zemo. Well, we need him for this mission. Okay, I'm going to join you. Yeah. I'm get, I'm killing this motherfucker after. Because he killed their king. Yeah. Like, he killed T'Chaka. Didn't so, think about that. Racist. Uh, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't even consider that. I'm like, oh, yeah, T'Challa is the one that actually brought him in. And he's the one that killed T'Chaka. So they've got big stakes. But in I'm that. hoping she's not there to kill him, because then that Kills also kind of undoes what T'Challa, because T'Challa could have killed him himself. But he was like, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm put you in jail. Yeah, I hope she's not there to kill him. Especially, I don't want Zemo to die at all. But that, yeah, it makes more sense that she would be doing what T'Challa was gonna do. It just, I don't know. It just meta. And, and hopefully, maybe we get some reference of what's happening to Wakanda. That's what I was gonna say. Like, on a meta level, it hurts me hearing that theme song again and even seeing her because it reminds me of like oh T'Challa's not really with us anymore in real life yeah but yeah that 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 was a great unexpected cameo and yeah I hope you're right and they actually does join the squad for the rest of that plus considering we didn't really get a lot of her she was the first Dora Milaje we saw but you don't really see but her but then you don't really see her really in the Black Panther movie I remember that Besides one that scene one line yes General. yeah yeah or that one scene where she stands off against Killmonger with the with the group yeah that other than really, that, I don't remember. Yeah, her she being played else. no role. Yeah, oh, if they just talk about the child even a little bit, I'm gonna cry. Like, yeah, <laughs> like. I mean, maybe they might say he sent her. Yeah, oh, but did he though? <laughs> Chadwick. Well, it depends soon. on. It depends on when they. I think they filmed this when he was still alive. Oh, really? Chadwick. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Because he died last year. This show was supposed to come out last year. So. Yeah. Man, I wish it. <laughs> It doesn't feel real still. I wish I could just like if I could turn yeah, so, back I mean, time. Remember, we're getting Marvel What If this year. He's he's voicing T'Challa. This will be the this will be the final performance. Yeah, that we get of him voicing T'Challa. And, and we never what really if. discussed it at length. We said we were going to, but we never did. Do you want him to be recast? I thought we did. We did. I thought we talked about it off air. Maybe we did talk about it on air. I don't remember. I don't remember. But yes, I do. Yeah, at this point, but it still hurts. Like I can't even imagine. I want it, but the most same people, time, most people say no. Yada, seeing yada. it for the first time, still gonna be like, like, oh, it's weird. But you know, you get. Yeah, over I it. mean, I, I, I mean, I agree with people saying, okay, for Black Panther two, maybe no, don't have him be recast. 
Just maybe say Black Panther's off. That's too weird. Or, I don't even like that. Because it's like, do, do what they imagine did in, making an Iron Man movie, but like, oh, but Robert Downey Jr.'s not here. Like, bullshit. Like, or, or do what they did in the comic where he, when Shuri first got the mantle, he was in a coma. Mm. So but like, he had to open the movie with him in a coma. Or, or getting into an accident that puts him in a coma. Yeah, so there's ways to Both do it. Like, have like a body that. double. You don't see him. Yeah, but I hate that. But you don't have a like you don't have a choice. Like I know, it's not like there's no good option. There's no good like, option. Yeah. So by in part two, don't recap. Like just don't, not don't mention him. You got to mention him, but don't deal with T'Challa as. But don't kill him off. Mm. And then once you get to part three, so you have time away from it. Then I, I'm now I think, firmly against. I think they Shuri. should. I think they should recast. I'm now firmly against Shuri as being Black Panther only because of that bullshit she was doing on the internet. Um, it fucked my perception of her. So now I'm fully team Okoye as Black Panther. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for the sake of what they, for what they established in the MCU, it would make more sense for Okoye, especially also considering Shuri got blipped away too. Yeah. And it seemed like Okoye was tech running shot, even though technically it should have been his mother. She's oh yeah, the, word. Maybe she queen, got blipped too. You know, queen know. mother. Maybe she was also blipped. The whole family got blipped at once. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, you're right. Okoye wasn't in game as like the, the representative for Wakanda. Representative for Wakanda. So it makes sense for her to be Black Panther, even though it doesn't make sense because remember all the herbs got destroyed. But then they, it, they grew more. It's fine. Yeah, I was going to say it's comics. They could always yeah. <laughs> figure out a way to. We use Wakanda technology to reverse engineer the plan and we made some new ones. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll be so. fine with that. And I feel like that's a better dynamic. That way you can still have Okoye be the warrior. Black Panther, and then Shuri stole her back up with technology. Yeah, Shuri ruined it for me. <laughs> I was rooting for you, Shuri. Ruined it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's but yeah, I still think that should be recast. Or yeah. he should be recast. Yeah, it's just gonna be weird. If he wasn't Hawkman, I, w- I would. Well, my first choice, I was gonna say uh, Jonathan Jonathan Majors. Hawkman? Well, shut the fuck up. Well, I was gonna say Jonathan Majors from Lovecraft Country as T'Challa. I'm not looking it up right now. <laughs> the person that's now Kang the Conqueror, which is oh, why oh. he's now Kang the Conqueror. So I'm like, oh, well, that's out. Oh, yeah. But then I would have said Algers Hodge, but now he's Hawkman. So everybody I pick keeps getting... But isn't that DC? That's what I'm saying. He's now in DC. But who cares? He can do both. Yeah, but... No? <laughs> no. <laughs> you can only walk in one world. Uh, all right, let's move on. Let's get into... Uh, Let's talk about Invincible. That's like, that's like Henry Cavill being both Superman at the same time. Like, granted, we still don't know. And the Witcher? <laughs> He's the Witcher. Yeah, but Witcher. But I'm like, that's him being Superman and, I don't know, fucking Cyclops. Both at the same time. I mean, I'd be cool with that, too. <laughs> no. Actually, would I? I don't even think Henry Cavill would be a... He's too big and strong looking for Cyclops. I, I just I just made a <laughs> random reference. Yeah, I know. I was thinking about it for real life. Hmm, would I be cool with that? Nah, nah, I wouldn't. Um, all right, let's get into Invincible. Episode four. My stomach's not invincible. I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry too. Let's, let's run through this. Buy me some food. Fucking Actually, I don't have much to talk about with the Blurred vision. You keep saying that like that means something. <laughs> like I have some amount of money because of my name. Um, oh, my back. Oh, oh it hurts. Uh, what was the title of this episode? Uh, Neil Armstrong, eat your heart out. 
how did you feel about this episode of Invincible? Even though, it, it, and now I, I can ask you every time we talk about Invincible since you read the comic, was this comic accurate? Um, yes and no. Yes and no. <laughs> well, most of the episode is Invincible going off planet to Mars to protect uh, the astronauts going there for whatever colonization stuff. Uh, because Invincible is only, I mean, Invincible, uh, Omni Man doesn't want to go. And while he's going to doing that, Omni Man goes with his wife to kind of rekindle the romance since things are kind of on edge since the uh, investigation stuff is happening. But for the most part, I liked it. Um, the Martian stuff, <laughs> I thought it was funny that his, the whole, first of all, it was a two week mission. He couldn't go in the ship. So he's hanging outside this other space shuttle the entire flight to Mars. How strong, like how much oxygen was in that oxygen tank that he has? How did he take a shit? How did he eat? The oxygen I wasn't really too, I I didn't really pay that much attention to because I'm like, well, whatever. It's a backpack. (laughs) You're you're in a world where they can go to Mars. Like, we can't go to Mars. But then why do they have him fight Alan the alien with with holding his breath if there was was like an infinite oxygen tank that he could have worn? I mean, because you got to get that together. You got to make it. Alan the alien is coming right now. Okay. But uh, yeah, that I didn't have a problem. The oxygen I had a problem with. But while he was going, I was like, "How is he peeing?" <laughs> I'm like, uh, you can't, I, I, "Him napping on the ship." I'm like, "All right, that's the only thing you could do is take a nap for days at a time." Yeah. But then yeah, pissing, shitting, even eating. Because you even saw you try. He tried to eat, and this the sandwich froze. Yeah. So how he did, did he live for two weeks? He did, he, he's a Viltrumite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand this. I mean, how does he breathe in space? <laughs> yeah, and then because the whole thing was like, it has to be a secret message, so they can't know you're there. But then ultimately, he it's not secret. So I'm like, just have him be in the ship then. <laughs> well, it, did, it wasn't a secret by the end, but it was supposed to be. Yeah, it was supposed to be, but if, you know, if it wasn't going to be by the end, who the fuck cares? Weird plot hole to have just to keep it secret, but it ends up not being secret. I mean, anyway. that's how it happened in the... That's how it happened in the comic? Yeah. Yeah. But then they get to the Because like, they said, only reveal yourself if it's, a, if it's an emergency. Yeah, but his only directive was escort them to Mars and make sure nothing happens to them because there are Martians on Mars. So he, he naps the entire fucking like, shuttle there. And then when they get to Mars, he goes he, back to sleep. He goes back to sleep. <laughs> but it's the one time you just stay awake, my guy. And then he wakes up, they're all gone. I'm like, well, obviously. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, just stay up. <laughs> But then that whole thing happens and they, they end up escaping. But then there was like this, this subplot where their race of people were being basically invaded by another race of like weird starfish, alien creatures. Yeah, starfish. <laughs> and the, the whole thing was, well, they can't affect us because they're Martians, but if they infect even one other sentient creature, they'll destroy the galaxy. And it was like, How? And it turns out one of the, the astronauts... And I don't get it. Was, was the Martian in on it? Because the Martian replaced one of the astronauts. And then the actual person was still on the Martian planet. And then got infected. And then did something to them. Like It was like he was able to psychically control the entire swarm of Staros. And they all attacked the Martians. Mm-hmm. I think the, it has to be. The Martian had to be in on it because... They left one human behind. Yeah, swapped with them. Yeah, so granted, I don't, I don't know, so I'm just speculating. Oh, but, so it's not in the comic yet, or is that not in the comic at all? Well, no, the swap, the swap is like, yeah, Martian takes the alien, whatever, and then the aliens infect the guy. Okay, that's all I know. Oh, okay, so it hasn't caught up yet in the comic. No, okay, but I'm also not that far. Like the comic, this is this happens in issue 18, 
this okay. whole Martian mission. I'm yeah. only on issue 19, so I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm like, where's that going? Like, is this guy gonna come back to Earth and be like, oh, I got Staros? Like, <laughs> but I mean, it's definitely gonna play. See, it seems like everything, I mean, everything they introduce always comes back. Yeah. So. So now we've got the kaiju on the side burner. We've got this Starro dude on Mars. We still got to deal with the father. Yeah. Um, and this episode, they, <laughs> the government's basically like, you know what? Uh, Constantine Hellboy, you're getting, real, you're getting too close to the secret here. And if you find out that Omni Man's behind it, we're we all already, fucked. Everybody already knows. Yeah, it's like, uh, we can't have you outing Omni-Man because then we have no defense against him so you have to go back to hell now like that's fucked up he's only there to, to help people because he doesn't go back to hell so you send him I'm back saying, to hell but is he though because clearly the reason he must be from hell is because he was evil <laughs> I mean but he doesn't want to go back so he's trying to do good deeds right that was his whole shtick is, yeah that's his whole shtick yeah you send, fuck you government like <laughs> you send him back to hell but clearly it didn't work once you get to the end you heard his voice <laughs> I didn't hear that. When when did that happen? When uh when is? Oh oh oh! I, I didn't think that. Was, I, I'm wrong. I didn't think that that was him not, like not being in hell. I thought that was like just a, a a reminder that when he was in that closet, he left something there, to specifically as like a maybe like a, a fail safe in case that did happen to him. Because what that wasn't that box something that wasn't there before? Didn't he leave that? Yeah, the box was. But I'm like, what is it? A tape recorder? Because why'd you hear his voice then? Oh, I thought that was just for us, the audience, to be like, oh, he when he was in the house, he left something. They didn't show him do that. No, but yeah. you still heard his voice. Yeah. So, but that was just for us, the audience, to to put it together like he left that there. Nah, I feel like. What do you think? Enough. It's like him in hell going. Mm. Yeah. That's what? <laughs> why? He's, he's working to escape because clearly he got out of hell before. So. No, that's true. No, nah, I think it's he's got to know how to get out. <laughs> I think that was the editing thing. <laughs> and all, all that Damien Dark, like I said, all this, the Damien Dark Blood stuff is not in it, so it's, this is new. Oh, there's no Dark Blood stuff in the comic. No, no, no. There is a Damien Dark Blood, but him invest like investigating uh, the murder and all that other stuff. Yeah, being so close to figuring it out. Yeah, like none of that is in the. Oh, so what happens? He just shows up one time in the very beginning and just leaves. Right now, yeah, we we only see him like the one time. He's investigating. Oh, he's wow. inve he's investigating. The, he investigates the murder. Yeah, and then you don't really see him anymore. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder so why. So getting sent back to hell and all that other stuff that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. I wonder why. Because all this mystery about kind of uh, like that scene where he talks to Ali Man and Ali Man he's like, "Fuck you, Dark Blood." Please. <laughs> Yeah, because all this mystery about figuring out if it's Omni Man, why is it Omni Man, and all that, that none of that's in the comic either. Wow, I like that they're fleshing it out more though. I feel like I would be have I would have more questions if they didn't take the time with. Cause, cause, like yeah, like they're they're speeding through a lot of the other stuff, but when it comes to the Omni Man mystery, mm. they're they slowed it down to a crawl because that is like everybody like everybody knows it's Omni Man by this point in the comic. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I feel like they're doing that because it's more interesting this way, where it's like he's telling partial truths. Like, there are moments where he's talking to his wife, even, and I'm like, I believe what he's saying up to an extent. But then he's peppering in lies that we know aren't true. Like, like I can't remember the exact conversation. But you know what I mean? Like, when he's talking to the wife, he's just like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's just hard. Blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, yeah, it's hard because you fucking kill the people that you work with, you yeah. son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> but, it's, but in some way, like in the show, in the show, they do really like lean into more like. Granted, I know the audience knows that he did it. Yeah. But it's like they're making it super obvious that he's just an asshole. And I, I don't know if I like 
that. Like all the little names, like, like, like I mentioned before, like, are you questioning me? Or I need my suit. Go get it now. You can't touch whatever. But see, like, those moments, I don't feel like he's a complete asshole. I feel like he's got a dark secret he's keeping. But I, don't, I, 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 I do get the sense that he does love his wife and his son. That's not a lie. No, but, that, I wasn't talking about that. Yeah. But, but, those, but those little, like those little foreshadowing hints, I like though, because it shows you his true nature. Even I rewatched um, the first two episodes with my girlfriend, and the second episode, yeah, in the very beginning, there's a scene that I didn't understand when I first watched it. And it's a conversation between a son and a father uh, in front of the 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 queen's palace. That was a reference to episode one, where he was taught the the two security guards. Yeah, they were talking about his son and how. It's not really his son, but they're getting a better relationship. Yada yada yada. I'm, okay, taking, so, I'm taking him to London. That oh, was, that was the guard. That was the guard. Oh, I didn't even put that together. But but watching that scene again, I was like, oh, this is a metaphor for Omni Man and Invincible, right? Isn't it? See, I didn't even get that. Oh, I just, I just knew that was the guard. Because well, I felt like there had to be a reason for that scene, other than like that's that's a reason too. Just well, following. I, I up thought with the them. reason, well, yeah, following up with the guard, and then they happen nah, to be but, but they happen to be in London, and then part of it is also uh. Remember uh, when Invincible first got his powers, he threw the garbage. Yeah. That was the garbage landing in London. Yeah. But more than that, because that's, that's surface level what it probably is like the connection to, which makes a lot of sense. I didn't, I didn't even like, where did the Kmart fucking food cart come from? I'm like, oh, that makes sense. But on a, on a metaphorical level, what they're talking about is exactly the relationship that Ali Man has with his son. Where it's like, like you said, it's the son being, or the father being like, um, our relationship was strained, but now we're getting closer together. And he talks about the people in the palace feeling like they're better than everyone. And the next thing you see, it cuts right to Omni-Man. And it's, every time you see Omni-Man, when his little asshole things has come out, he's always talking as if he's better than everybody. And it's, I wish I, I, had, I wrote down exactly what they talk about, but it, it felt like a direct metaphor to Omni-Man acting like he's for the people but in reality he's got his own agenda and doesn't really give a fuck about anybody i mean the fact that he'll say these are my mentors talking about the 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 the, uh, guardians of the globe but then when he's at home with the wife he's like she's worried about him he's like yeah don't worry about me he's like well do you think uh red dash's wife worried about him and he's like red dash had super speed not exactly the premier superpower like very condescending he does that all the time and it's like, oh, okay, so you, wherever the Viltrumites are, you're definitely like a, in your mind, a superior race, and every other race is inferior. I'm, I'm here, yeah, I'm protecting you, but it's really because you're so weak I'm and like, inferior. Mm, and we already know what happens in history when somebody thinks they're the superior race. Mm, Ku Klux Klan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what's going to happen, and that's, that's, that's interesting. And I didn't catch that metaphor until I rewatched it because then they, the fact that they cut right into showing Omni-Man after that, it's like, oh, I see what they're doing here. Got you. But I like what you were saying too were things I didn't even put together. Like that that, that, that meat cart being thrown and shit like that or whatever it was. Yeah, because you thought he threw it into space, which is what he said. Oh yeah, I threw it into space. No, you threw it to London. Yeah. <laughs> um, was there anything else in this episode you want to talk about? I'm trying to think. Um... It's hard when we record on fucking Tuesdays and we watch. I watch it on Fridays. I was like, oh. What happened in this episode? Oh, the, that was uh, most of it. Stuff it was, with Amber. Yeah, their date. Yeah, their date. Oh, that scene was fucking hilarious. Where he comes back from the mission and the the Omni Man and the wife are in there and you're uh, uh, yeah. it's like he bursts like ah, what's going on? And then there's a scene there, yeah, comedy. Like, 
<laughs> I was like, oh, your mom was getting super speed rammed. Because <laughs> he had to put in, he had to like use his speed to put their clothes back on. Yeah. That means in a split second that fucking uh, Invincible was opening the door, his dad has the ability to pull his dick out of his wife in super speed, put all their clothes back on, tie up the house, and sit down as if nothing was happening. I mean, well, we saw how fast he was when he destroyed that other dimension. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them all up. Now, imagine if it was and they, they, actually, they, actually say, they actually say that in the comic. It was like, I hope everything about you is not fast. Are you, are you sure you hope that? Because I, I'm fast and hard. <laughs> well, she meant coming fast. Ah, uh, okay. All right. I mean. <laughs> Which Barry Allen referenced. He was like, no, everything. Uh, Grant Gustin. It was like, everything about him is not fast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, other than that, is there anything else you want to talk about? I can't remember. What did you rate this episode? I mean, I've got a perfect vision. I gave it perfect too. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, so let's jump into my hero academia. This week's episode was titled Which Vestiges. Somebody in the chat or whatever reviewed that review. He didn't give he wouldn't give this episode a perfect vision. Nah, he should call this shit mid. <laughs> but I was very I, I was saying earlier, I was so enthralled in this episode, it was one of those things where I was like, wait, it's over? Wait, what? <laughs> I was digging it. I was digging the the twist of thinking Hawks was a like betrayed the hero the hero league. Yeah, he's just a double agent. Yeah, he's a double agent. But that was interesting as fuck. I was like, wait, Dobby has to be related to Endeavor. There is no way they would put all that emphasis on the first meeting between Dobby and Endeavor. He makes those blue flames. He tells him before he disappears, don't die, Endeavor. Like, why are you that passionate, bro? We've never seen him that fucking passionate about anything. Mm-hmm. Why? That's right? It's obvious, that's right? A, that's his son. It has to be. And not even just that, but they mentioned Toya. But yeah, I was gonna say they mentioned a t- they mentioned another kid that yeah. we've never seen. Well, actually, because I'm, I'm like, we've have seen we... him, but only in flashbacks. Because I was gonna say, have we seen this other kid, Natsuo, or whatever? Natsuo was the white haired kid. I know who he is now, but I'm yeah. saying, when did we see him before? Yeah, he's been the main. Every time they show the family, he's the main one that's like, fuck that. <laughs> he's been there. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, but Toya, like, he's the complete Endeavor son. Like, you know, Toroki's a split. The other son is all ice. The girl is mostly ice with a little bit of fu- red in her hair because she's got a little bit of firepower. Mm-hmm. And then Toya was all firepower. And he only has. And we already see him in the flashbacks. He's got all red hair, spiky, just like Dobby. And he's got fucking uh, bandages on. And they don't explain why he's got bandages on his arms. But I'm like, come on. And after this episode, and then you see Dobby. But then also I would be crying, like, but talk, then, thinking but, about killing a hero. But then I'll also be like, but if that's his son, why wouldn't he recognize? I mean, that's maybe that's the reason why, because he's he's completely scarred. I have to assume that didn't happen while they were together, because they they say like an accident happened, so maybe the accident is why he's got all. This but even fucking, still, he doesn't look 
Like, it's, it's on certain parts of his body. Like, if you come in here scarred, I'm still going to know it's fucking you. Well, anime logic. He's scarred. His, he dyes his hair black instead of red. He's got blue you know, flames. It's the, Clark, it's the Clark Kent thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's my only guess. I mean, and also if Because I'm also thinking to myself. If he died young and then you hadn't seen him growing up. Because I was going to say, because I'm also thinking to myself, well, he would have had to have blue flame, flames originally then. Maybe not. Maybe he didn't. I doubt uh, fucking Endeavor would have gotten rid of his son or not got I doubt he would have not valued his son if he had a special quirk like that I have to assume his father yeah, remember he didn't want fire he wanted both because he saw the weakness and well what's I haven't seen Dobby overheat once so maybe mm, he's found no. a way around that weakness but we also haven't seen Dobby use his power a all lot he, he just used yeah he'll, he'll just make like one big flame but not like keep yeah. it up all the time we haven't really seen him have a, a real drag out fight yet yeah yeah that's true but my assumption is maybe whatever accident happened to Endeavor's son, he was younger. But part of me though is he was like, lost for years. I get what he, I get what uh, Endeavor was trying to go for with Todoroki. But I'm like, but Todoroki has kind of the same weakness. If he uses too much ice, he gets too cold. He can't move. And then if he uses too much fire, well, that's because he just doesn't know how to use powers, right? <laughs> like he's too stubborn to use both in tandem. But it's it's one weakness covers the other strength. So all he has to do is keep switching back and forth. But all, he always uses ice or always just uses fire. I think more so ice. Even in the movie, he really only used ice against that werewolf guy. Yeah. Wherever he, chimera guy, wherever he was. So I feel like he's still not at the point where he's willing to switch between fire and ice like interchangeably. I mean, he still hasn't even chosen a hero name. He's still Shoto. <laughs> like, <laughs> Shoto! Shoto! <laughs> but yeah, he's gotta be fucking Endeavor's son. Well, the... Bakugo hasn't chosen a name either, huh? <laughs> That's true. Well, he did, but they said no. Yeah. The, what was it? King Explosion Murder? Yeah, King Explosion Murder. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think Hawks is interesting as fuck. This, this whole backstory of him, like, he's always been so fast and he doesn't give a fuck about like morals really that's why they picked him in the first place to be a double agent he's like you don't really give a fuck like you just yeah, want to you, don't, you don't you, you don't really care about the fame and all other stuff yeah but even so. like to, to like the him going to fans before the nomu attack was all part of the plan to make that excuse later being like well maybe they found what we were because you know i was we're we're two number two number one number two hero and we're out in front you know making a big deal it was like fuck. That was all pre-planned. Although I'm also th- when you think about the world, though, like you just like the other heroes kind of suck. <laughs> you get <laughs> for like yeah, All Might being the most powerful, he's being number one. Then you get to number two, Endeavor. But then you get further on down. I'm like best genius is in the top ten. Like come on now. <laughs> There's a giant gap between the top heroes and the the lower ranked ones. Yeah. Though I, well, I was happy seeing even Bunny like Girl. even like Hawks being number two. Like he's just a he's basically. Angel from X Men, except his wings can do Better. a little bit. Yeah, his wings could do a little bit more. But like, yeah, what the fuck is he gonna like? He's well, number. He's number two. What is he gonna do against a no move? But they implied that he wasn't number two because of like strength. It was because of his popularity, right? Didn't they say that? I thought they did. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but even still, like, it's like a, it's like a, uh, a graph of like you're, no, strength, you're number two. Another no another no move shows up. What the fuck are you gonna do? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing even the kitty cat girl that showed up she's a bunny whatever she was <laughs> i feel like she would have not a better chance but she would be able to be more effective probably but i i, I wanted to see her fight she looks dope yeah hawks is just good for like running away huh? <laughs> um i was gonna say uh still on endeavor i i liked that whole scene with him trying to make amends with his family I like that they're still 
pushing for that. You know what I mean? Let's, yeah, but I also like that they're not forgiving like, him. Yeah, yeah, that they're not get, put giving it away like easy. Yeah, giving it away easy. What a phrasing for yeah. it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's realistic. I feel like. And I, I think it's also good because I feel like the fan base is even split. Like, should we forgive Endeavor? No, he's a monster. But the fact that that struggle is still happening even on screen, I think that's that that should make people feel like it's not going to be an easy, like, oh, just all is forgiven because you did terrible things once upon a time. Like, no, you did terrible things. But he's not he, – he's still acknowledging he did those things. But despite them, he still wants to be better. And they talk about it. Like they basically have that debate within the show, and I, I like that they do that. And then it's, the thing that makes it because because almost seemed like the only reason he's trying to be better is because now he's the number one hero, not because. I think that was the eye opener, and I like that they flash back to the All Might conversation of like, what does it mean to be number one? Like, what is what is the purpose of strength? And he had that revelation of like, now that I'm the strongest, what I have to do is make sure that the people below me have a future. And I feel like that that revelation is what led him to go like look at all aspects of his life and be like, I'm not being that for my own family. How can I be that for the world if I can't be that for my own family? And that's what slowly led him down to the this this you know this this new endeavor that we're seeing. But yeah, but I like that whole conversation. Even when the older brother Natsuo was like, I didn't even know Shoto liked this type of food because I've never oh. I've never had any interaction with my brother because of your ass. Yeah. And all, the, and all, and uh, honestly, like, granted, not in the same level of abuse, but it kind of reminded me about Avid. Like, as much as we love Ang, Ang was kind of a shit oh, father. Oh, Tenzin. Yeah, well, he was kind of a shit father because he only paid attention. It's the same thing yeah. with, with Endeavor and best, Shoto, the best son. Yeah, he only paid Tenzin attention. He didn't pay his other two children any attention. Yeah, different. Ri- I want to say he's just as bad. That, no, that's why I said it's not yeah, the yeah. same. It's not the same in terms of level of abuse. But he's still a shit father. It's hard though, but you know, it's it's hard. It's it's easy for the child to judge the father, but it has to be hard for the father to try and balance the fact that in Ang's case, like you're my lineage, you're the last living lineage of my culture, and I have to invest everything I can in you so that you can carry on that lineage in the future. And yeah, like I'm sure his intention wasn't to. No, I, I mean, yeah, kids. I get, yeah, yeah, but uh, you're right. That's, that's a very interesting. But still, like, if you were if you were the comparison. kid, you just wouldn't be like, oh, yeah. I understand. No, fuck you. You were my father, and you ignored me. Yeah, exactly. And uh, now you're 100%. dead. Huh? Yeah, now you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dad. <laughs> um, I also love that scene where he first walks in with a scar, and Todoroki's like, huh, yeah, pretty bad scar. Pretty bad scar. <laughs> and then, and they, then, they, then they show, yeah, they show his scar. <laughs> yeah. And he's slurping his soba like. Yeah, he's like, mm, uh, yeah, the, yeah, motherfucker. That's the equivalent of drinking tea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah tea. motherfucker. Now you know how I feel. <laughs> but yeah, I like that karma. Like he gets to like, feel what his son felt. You know what I mean? It's like it's. I like. I I love Endeavor's arc. I think it's a great arc for an anime character. It also shows like, uh, in terms of Hawk. Everybody's all about All Might. He's always been involved with Endeavor. He had the yeah, little, little Endeavor, 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 Endeavor toy. toy. Yeah, that was sweet. Um, and then showing the world, even the world, like talking about fans, even the world is ambivalent or on, on the fence of how. Oh yeah, the news. How to feel about Endeavor? Some people are like, oh yeah, Endeavor. Other people are like, mm, should we? No, maybe mm. not. Oh, I like that they made a point that like little kid is kind of like he's Robin, like he became famous. Like, that kid became famous for saying, look, hey, look. They call him look, look kid. They call him no look boy. Yeah, oh, yeah, look boy. <laughs> it's like, look. Do you see that motherfucker fighting for us? <laughs> it's like, oh, 
I wonder if it's like, like, why put emphasis on that without it coming back, right? You think he's gonna find that kid and be like, "Hey, yeah, maybe you're now in charge of my fan club <laughs> or something." Yeah, maybe. And I like to see. I mean, everything usually comes back. Like we even see the preview for next week's episode that uh, what's his face is coming back, the guy that can make you do whatever he wants. Oh yeah, the mind. If you talk to him, mind controller guy. Yeah. Um. Oh, and on that note, talking about Deku, Deku. Like finally seeing that post credit scene from last season mm-hmm. of him going into the Avatar state, seeing yeah, past avatars, yeah, seeing past avatars, who like were, literally it's the same thing. Like he saw his Avatar one. Yeah, <laughs> who? Which is interesting. I'm like, is Almond not there because he's not dead? Probably. Right. Yeah. Who are the two in the end? Why do they have significance? I couldn't even. I was yeah, like, I don't even the- know because they're not the first. No, because the first is the white hair. Yeah, guy. the first is the white hair. Maybe they're the second and third. Is it a coincidence that he very much seems like Deku of that of that era? No powers, kind of whiny. I mean, but well, strong moral standard. <laughs> I mean, what you can make the argument that they all were like that because remember, All Might didn't have quirk, a quirk either until he got all for one for all. I was talking more about his like his. I guess he. I guess All Might was kind of like Deku. I really like his the way he spoke, like his voice sounded almost like Deku's voice. But I really liked seeing the the origin point for. All for one and one for all's powers, and even that that moment where well, it's like we saw one see... for all, but we didn't see all for one. Oh, you mean how he got his power? I, yeah. I always meant like when all for one gave him one for all. Mm-hmm. We got, we finally got to see how that happened. I also like the fact that we got to see kind of all for one's not perspective. I but still like, don't really know what all one for all is. <laughs> like one for all is super strength. Because it cause, well, okay, cause two that, things. doesn't he say it changes per per person? Like, it's different. No, he said he, it gets cultivated in each person. So it gets stronger and stronger each person he's passed down to. But the Because I'm like, it's all, different in how it manifests in Deku than how it manifests in, in uh, All Might. It is? In a sense. I mean, you mean in terms of how it looks visually in his arm and stuff? Yeah. I mean, I guess. Even that one guy on, on that uh, on the uh, Avatar state list looked like a, like a Super Saiyan. You saw him like with the glowing, yeah, the bo- glowing, glowing yellow. yellow body. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what the fuck? But you have to assume that... All Might and Deku are maybe the only two that didn't have quirks at all. Everyone else probably had another quirk on top of that that was combined with One For All. Because One For All is just super strength plus uh, the passing on ability that the white-haired guy had. Mm-hmm. So I've got to assume maybe... I wonder... That's a good point. Maybe he'll be able to access other powers from the previous One For All may, holders. Yeah, cause maybe because like, remember, even All Might said that he what Deku did, he, could, he, he couldn't do. Which one? Like being able to see the other. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, maybe that would actually make a lot of sense because they do make a point to be like, it's a power cultivated by each person and passed down. But so far, we've only seen the super strength manifest in the next person. But if it's a thing where the original power was not even super strength, it was just the ability to pass powers. But the guy had no powers to pass, so it's like that's a weird power to have. <laughs> <laughs> but then that would make sense if you pass the power. Each person's powers. Well, no, no, no. They quirks. said the original. They thought the original wielder was quirkless. Yeah. But he did have a quirk yeah, to pass, pass powers. Quirk. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. So, so he gets the first guy gets super strength on yeah, top which, of the power. Yeah, it's weird. You can pass powers, but how are you passing if you have no power to pass? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a weird. Maybe power. it's like <laughs> Captain Plan. Like you have a power, I hold your hand, and then I give him the power. But then I'm like, isn't that all for one? Because he took the teeth from the other guy. And gave it to another guy, but it manifested in a different way. Yeah, all for one's ability is the ability to manipulate and take and transfer abilities. His ability is just the power to have abilities. Yeah. 
So yeah, I, I like that where you could, you see why, how he could build his army basically of people that are devoted to him by helping some people or or by taking away their powers or helping other people by giving them powers. So he had people in positions of power anywhere from it could be police officers that seemingly have no quirk. But yeah, because the one did. guy he took his quirk away. Yeah, with the teeth. Yeah. And gave it to the other guy. He could be a government official now. You have no idea. Yeah. He could be in a position of power in some other way. But so, so what I'm saying is the first guy had passing on powers. All for one gave him super strength. And then he passed that super strength and the ability to pass powers to the next person. And that next person, let's say they had fire powers. That means that person now has super strength, their original fire powers, and the ability to pass powers. So when they pass that power to the third person... Why is that third person only getting the super strength and ability to pass powers? Why aren't they also getting the person's original fire powers? We haven't, they haven't talked about if that is a thing that transfers or not. We've only, and the only person that we've seen direct give it to Deku is All Might, who also had no powers. Mm -hmm. So theoretically, I feel like anybody else in that list of Avatar State uh, one for all holders, or yeah, one for all holders, they should be able to access the quirks of anyone else that held the power one for all throughout time i feel like right does that make yes, sense that would make sense but he has to learn how to go into the avatar state because like why did when deku woke up why did the window break airbending maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's got air i mean i guess he can do airbending. yeah he can flicking. Do <laughs> yeah he, he woke up flicking, he woke up, ah, flicking everywhere. <laughs> i don't know I, I, that'd be interesting hmm um I feel like that was wasn't that the entire episode. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I, that's what I was saying when I felt like, wait, it's over. Wait, huh? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I'm interested. Just like I don't. For our 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 emailer that said this episode was mid or My Hero Academia is mid this season, I'm like, I, no, set up a lot of stuff that I'm interested in. I was fascinated as fuck. Even to see Class 1B, because I like Class 1B. Like when we saw the next Class 1A versus Class 1B. <laughs> Seems kind of unfair that you have something called 1A fighting something called 1B. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's like kind of punching down, aren't you? Like, <laughs> yeah. And then even when you saw Class 1B, I'm like... They look whack. Well, not even... No, I wasn't even going to say that, but I was like, nah, some of y'all should be in Class 1A. <laughs> Who? Compared to like... Muriel, like, not Muriel. I'm going to uh, say what? Invisible Girl? <laughs> um, yeah, Invisible Girl. <laughs> But then you got the other guy, like the, the one that can copy powers. Oh, yeah. You would think he'd be or 1A. Or the girl that's like Medusa with the green hair. Or maybe he's only 1B because he has to have somebody with good powers to be able to mimic it effectively. I mean, maybe. Maybe. But even still. But you're, absolutely, you're right. So I'm like, what, yeah, what's the logic like there? Like Invisible Girl versus the girl with the, with the, like, the hair, like yeah. Medusa. What makes Invisible like, Girl qualified even, to even be 1A? Grandpa Juice. <laughs> Like how did he get in one A compared to like? These are all these are all good questions. Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll find out tail, next episode. Tail boy, <laughs> yeah, karate tail guy. Yeah, I'm like, what is your ability? You just you know karate, but you have a tail. Like, yeah, that's his power. That's I know karate. I know kung fu. But the tail is just just there. Like yeah, it wasn't the, even... the tail is his quirk. Yeah, but it's like okay. <laughs> so if you didn't know karate though, you'd have nothing but a tail. <laughs> Basically. So really, your real quirk is the karate. <laughs> uh, but yeah, all right. So what'd you rate this episode? I mean, I wouldn't give it a perfect. I mean, I would. But at the same time, yeah, I was about to say, but at the same time, I liked it. I can't think of anything I, did, I didn't like. No, but I don't know. I feel like a perfect vision is something that makes me go like, oh, I didn't go, oh, I was just like, yeah. I think there are different levels of perfect. <laughs> 
for me, it's also if I have things that held it from being a 10. Like, if there's things I didn't like in the episode. And there aren't really any things in this episode. The theme song. <laughs> the theme song. Well, it's every episode. <laughs> All right, let's move on. But okay, I guess based on that, I'll give it a perfect thing. All right, cool. All right, let's get into news of the week with Michael. She's the black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I could call you a nigga, but you better not. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. Y'all don't want to hand me down. I don't want any gay things. I don't want It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. I don't know. <laughs> well, we've got trailers at least. I don't know. Ah, ah my back. Uh, we could talk about the Mortal Kombat featurette real quick. Okay. I've always talked about respecting the material and respecting the fans. They all deserve to see their beloved characters elevated to this cinematic height. This really comes across as a powerful experience that we haven't seen before. It's this grounded, dramatic, but violent tale. So, yeah. they showed stuff. Um, and it looks beautiful. Yeah, so our main takeaway, I think, was it, the cinematography looks great. And the fact that I feel like the, the creators are just being like, we, guys, we know. We know what you want. You want to see these characters you love from the video games on the epic cinema scale of a Hollywood production. Even though they say that, but there's no Johnny Cage. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Do we really need another white man as the entry point in Mortal Kombat? <laughs> you don't have to make him the entry point. Because I feel like Jax is more the entry point in this one, isn't he? No, they're making Cole the entry point. The the white, not Johnny Cage? No, he's not white. There's no other white. The only other white person I see is uh, Wait, who's Cole? Kano. Cole is Louis Tan. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's still that's still good. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Not not who should have been Iron Fist. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's fine. I'd rather an Asian man as the entry point to a martial arts. I mean, epic. yeah. I mean, considering <laughs> damn near everybody in Mortal Kombat is Asian except for like Jax and Johnny Cage. Yeah. And Sonya. Yeah. And it's Kano. like it's like you almost had to try to find the only white person to be the lead. That's what they did for the original Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, no, I mean, they didn't have to make. I'm not saying make Johnny Cage the lead, but. Should have still been in the movie. <laughs> Johnny Cage is important to like. Maybe the they're saving Kombat. him for the sequel. Yeah, that's what they said. But I'm I'm also curious of what they're gonna do with Katana. Melina is a clone, so I'm like, is she gonna also play Katana? That's a good question. Is Shao Kahn in this? I haven't seen any. No, we didn't see. We saw a statue of Shao Kahn. Yeah, so maybe but, that's what they're gonna save all that stuff for the sequel. But yeah, I'm excited. Even though I still think Mortal Kombat works better as a TV series than a movie, because mm. yeah, it's a lot. A lot to cover. A lot to cover. Yeah. And what this? Hopefully, this movie's at least two and a half hours, and not two hours. Yeah. Probably longer the better to flesh out the story. Yeah, but I'm excited. If the Snyder could give me four hours, just give me two and a half. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, ex- I'm excited. Comes out the end of this month. All right. So we'll see. I'm ready. Will it? Will it finish us in a, in a good way? <laughs> that makes us want more. Dun, dun, dun. Like you, you know, you get the cut, you finish, you've come. <laughs> Fatality. Or will it be game over? <laughs> <laughs> you win. You, you lose. Oh, no, we're not. <laughs> but uh, next trailer, uh, Loki. Let's talk Loki. We protect the proper flow of time. You picked up the Tesseract, breaking reality. I want you to help us fix it. Why me? I need your unique Loki perspective. Do 
I get a weapon? Nah. You really believe in this Loki variant? Luckily, he believes in himself enough for the both of us. It's adorable that you think you could possibly manipulate me. I'm ten steps ahead of you. You're not big on trust, are you? Yeah. Uh, how was it? How did the theme song go? Of Loki theme song? I'm Loki. I'm gay. I like to play all day. I'm the god of mischief. What the fuck? <laughs> what, how, what song is this? Where is this from? That's the Loki theme song. Is it really? That I just made up. Oh, okay. Well, the fact that you had, like, that was believable. I thought you were actually singing something. I'm like, what is this? I've never heard of this in my life. Um, I'm digging. I mean, the trailer looks interesting as hell. The fact that it, it, it's going to totally be a Loki fixing the timeline type of scenario. <laughs> And Owen oh, Wilson's his I boss. Meant, and I mentioned to you while you were watching. I'm like, so we have this t- whole organization about their whole thing is about fixing the timeline. Yeah. I'm like, but we had an Avengers movie where they were fucking up the timeline. I'm sure they're gonna reference where, that through too. Where were they at? Yeah, I'd be like, um, the Avengers fucked everything. I mean, the fact that Loki even did what he did is because the Avengers fucking shit up. Yeah. But I'm like, but you have a whole timeline where there's no Th- Thanos doesn't exist. I mean, I guess maybe that's for the greater good or whatever. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested in it. Um, I saw a lot of speculation that when you go, like there's a scene on Vormir that's like it's Black Widow, but then they I show don't that think that's Black Widow. Well, no, but they've seen they show more photos. And it looks like was there supposed to be a female Loki in the show? That's what I think. Maybe it's a that's what they said it's going to be Lady Loki. Yeah, because not they've shown her already. She's not Natasha, but she's got short hair like Natasha. But she's wearing something that looks more like a Loki. Plus, outfit. if you remember, Natasha had bra- like a braid in her hair when she was on Vormir. That's true. She didn't have the she didn't Avengers have a braid. one cut. Yeah, she didn't have a braid. Yeah. Okay. Continuity error. Yeah. And plus, I'm like, why would Loki be going to Vormir to talk to Natasha? Like, that doesn't make sense. I mean, I have no idea what he's doing in the show. Like, what are his missions to correct the timeline? I don't even understand. He, it's fucking, it's Legends of Tomorrow all over again. Oh, don't say that. Yeah. That, that scares me. I, a, I was a, interested until you said that. What is it called? A time time aberrant or whatever. Oh, yeah, ta- time aberration or yeah. whatever? That's, what, that's what we're doing in the show. Oh. But but better than Legends of Tomorrow. Okay, all right. Well, it's better then because, fuck. <laughs> I'll excite you. ruined it for me. No. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm excited. Hopefully, we're, we're going to find out. Loki, four episodes. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Every series gets shorter and shorter. Because, I mean, it's what happened. WandaVision was nine. Falcon and Winter Soldier, six. That's true. Loki's, Hopefully, it's at least six. Loki's going to be four. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, that's that moment where he was like, I know your whole life. I, or whatever he says. But he's like, uh, you literally backstabbed like 50 people. He's like, well, I won't do it again. <laughs> it's like, ah... Uh. Or uh, sign this letter for everything that you ever said. Yeah, this He's is like, absurd. this is absurd. Yeah. Just add that. Sign this too. Yeah. Like if, if the humor's like that throughout, I think it'll be fun. Because we, we all love Loki. We like Loki being Loki. So. I'm also like, how do you get a job at the Time Variance Authority? Like, how do I apply and for how that? How is it Loki? Like, I want to see them talk to any Avenger about this and be like, yeah, so we got Loki being a, a time cop. And they're like, 
of all the people you could have gotten, you got Loki. Like, even Thor would be like, what? And granted, it's not even the same Loki that had all that character development. I know, it's the uh, Avengers This is Loki, Loki right after Avengers. Yeah. So no, like, no Dark Worlds. Yeah, so Thor no the Dark World is what kind of got Loki to turn around after his mother died. That's what got him to team up with Thor. Yeah. And started to mend their relationship a little bit. And then the stuff that he went through in uh, Ragnarok. Yeah. But now we've reset back to classic asshole Loki. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. You know, comics. You know how you do. Status quo and all that. <laughs> but I'm still just like, yeah, whatever. All right, Loki. I'm still here for it, though. Yeah, I'm still here for it. But uh, something else that I'm also here for, maybe, depending on what they do, if it's not Bruce Timm and then he tries to th- throw in fuck, fucking... Batman fucking ba- Batgirl. Yeah, Batman fucking Batgirl. <laughs> but there's uh, Batman the Long Halloween. You still haven't figured out who killed Johnny Vitti? A killer who only works on holidays. There's lots of crazy out there. Once I take him out, things are gonna be different. We can start a family. The city has fallen, Alfred. Then we must endeavor to lift it up again. holiday and who's next oh that's bruce tim part one i said i hope it's not bruce oh tim. okay i was like the art style like, that's what i said it. speaking of something i'm here for but i'm maybe not if it's bruce tim hopefully uh, not okay. hopefully it's not i don't think it doesn't look quite like a bruce tim production no but he could be out behind the scenes True. but uh yeah batman the long halloween part one and it's not voiced by kevin conroy Who's the voice? Jensen Ackles. Oh. Who's uh, Red Hood and Under the Red Hood. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Who that... most people, most of y'all know is Je- uh, uh, Fuck Dean from Supernatural. Fuck Dean? Okay. <laughs> yes, I do want to fuck Dean. <laughs> Castiel should have fucked Dean, oh, but that's God. a whole nother. Um, and uh, the late Naya Rivera is in it as well. I think she's voicing Catwoman. Yeah, she's Catwoman. Mm. So this would be her last performance since she's died. You know, uh, the, girl, oh, shit. the girl from Glee. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I've read Long Halloween so long ago, I don't remember anything about it, but the fact that it's part one... And I've never read it. Okay, well, there you go. Either even, you own it. Yeah, even though I own it, it's on my <laughs> shelf. <laughs> um, even though it's part one, so I'm interested to see them flesh it out, because only thing I do remember is that it's Batman versus basically everybody I mean, in the gallery. I mean, they kind of... From what I know about uh, the Long Halloween, they kind of put a little bit of that in like the Arkham games. Yeah. Yeah, that same kind of elements in there. Yeah. It's like a gauntlet that Batman goes through. But speaking of which, I want to play another. Those games were fucking great. I want another one. Did you you beat, beat Arkham Knight? I beat all of them. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't even finish 100%ed all of them. Oh, wow. Except I did, the only one I didn't really... Arkham Origins? Yeah, I didn't really play Ar- Arkham mm. Origins. I didn't mind that game. People hated it, but I didn't mind it. But I want some more Arkham games. I agree. Especially, I mean, even if you don't have to do bad, like, throw in some Robins. Give me, like, Nightwing, Tim Drake. Yeah, why not make, like, a straight-up Robin game? Because <laughs> they're trash. Or aren't they doing something similar with the four-person co-op thing? Wasn't there a thing? I haven't heard anything about that game since, like, oh. there was, like, one trailer. Oh. So, I don't know, but, yeah. I, mean, but I, don't, I don't think that's rock. I don't think that's Rocksteady, though. Oh, uh, okay. Long Halloween looks interesting, though. I'm down for it. Yeah, I'm down for it, too. Yee. That was that was a very thrilling conversation. I'm down for it. I'm down for it too. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> guys. We do we do this for a uh, kind of living. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what else? Oh, two trailers that I 
forgot about that, <laughs> of course that we have to watch we'll, we'll add that to the end so it's better for editing but uh let's talk the black widow trailer you don't know everything about me i've lived a lot of lives before i was an avenger before i got this family i made mistakes choosing between what the world wants you to be And who you are. We have to go back to where it all started. Where did you think I was all this time? We have unfinished business. My girls are the toughest girls in the world. Mmm. The trailer that we should got in like a year ago. I mean, we got a trailer before, yeah. but it wasn't this one. All these delays. Yeah. It was almost like this trailer was to remind you who Black Widow was. I was like, don't, I'm going to catch you back up. And this is but, who but I was. It, and it this almost is what kind, I did. It almost kind of seems, I said, what? It almost kind of seems like, because they said this movie takes place after Civil War. Yeah. But in this trailer, they make it seem like right before she gives her life up on Vormir, she's remembering her life, you know. no. That's what it, that's what I see because she's narrating, and then you see her on Vormir. Yeah. I'm like if it takes place before Vormir, why are they showing? Vormir? Do you think that was for the trailer only, or do you think that was actually gonna be something in the movie? That's like the the framing device. For I mean, this? it could be a framing device for the movie, but I'm, I just thought it was weird that they would show Vormir in Avengers Endgame mm. when it takes place before that. So I actually, and then she's like t- narrating things like 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 I said, as if right before she dies, I'm like. It's time to have a month. Time for me to finally. Have I mean, that'd movie. be pretty awesome though if if the entire movie is basically her remembering her life as she's falling. Like if, if the movie opens with her falling, and then we get the narration and we cut back to this whole thing happening in after Civil War, that'd be fucking tragic. I wouldn't mind that because because speaking of tragic, I feel like this whole trailer, even more so than any of the other trailers before this, smacks you over the head with like, okay, so Black Widow's dead, and there's this other girl who is also a Black Widow, and her sister, and she might take up the mantle. You didn't get that impression? Like every shot was in together. Like, uh, so much focus on the two of them. And I'm like, that's your replacement, isn't it? Well, I think they did say that she is going to be the new Black Widow, and I think she's supposed to appear. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I think okay. she's supposed to appear in Hawkeye. I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, I'm kind of here for it because it's like, oh, a black widow who's actually Russian. <laughs> I'm with that. Yeah. <laughs> she has a Russian accent. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, like, this movie should have came, like, not this particular movie, but I'm just talking about a black widow movie. Mm. Should have had this shit, like, phase two, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm excited for it, but at the same time, like, well, we already know she's dead. So, like, but I feel like this is a good epilogue. How for much is this we're going to get? Like, what? S- s- Say this movie is fucking great. Yeah. Are we going to get a sequel? Yeah. Black Widow 2 featuring the other chick as Black Widow. <laughs> no, but I meant with Natasha. No. Nah, f- do you think she's done? Like, oh, yeah. We're going to do a part two. It takes place after after Civil War. <laughs> I, do you feel like Natasha's and we're gonna get done? A part, and we're going to get a part three. And it's going to take place after 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 Civil I, War. I feel like this needs to be the end. If she's really done, this needs to be her epilogue. And then the new girl takes over. But it's weird to me. Well, they're gonna pull a uh, like who's the other girl? Like actress-wise, like who is she? What has she been in? Florence Pugh, I think her name is. Florence Pugh, P 
P-U-G-H. What has she been in? Anything big? Stuff. I just think it's weird that they're going to replace Scarlett Johansson with the, basically the equivalent of a nobody. But maybe she's not a nobody. Maybe she's got done a lot of things that she don't know about. I know. She, I think she was in Fighting With My Family. I don't even know what that is. Which, so. I, which I did see. Yeah, uh, she was not Fighting With My Family. So she was in uh, Midsummer. Oh, was she the girlfriend? I didn't see Midsummer, so I uh-huh. don't know. But yeah, she was in Fighting With My Family, which I did see. I did enjoy her in that movie. Okay. She didn't have a Russian accent. <laughs> well, at least she tried. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson didn't even try. No. But yeah, in terms of big movies, yeah. Uh, Fighting With My Family, which is a movie about the wrestler. Mm. Uh, uh, Midsummer. And look at her TV credits. Yeah, I mean, look. I, I'm yeah, just... so she is. She is in Hawkeye. Oh, okay, so there you go. But did they, they specify that she's actually going to be Black Widow or she's just going to be a It says Yelena Bolova, Black Widow. Oh, shit. Okay, never mind. There goes my theory. It's not even a theory anymore. It's just reality. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, I just, it's just weird to me. Like, not, not within the story, but like on a meta level that Disney would be like, yeah, let's uh, take away the Scarlett Johansson star power. Let's bring in this random chick. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. I'm down for it, like I said, but... I just thought that's interesting that they would do that. Well, I'm loving the trailer with the family aspect and all that, with like um, Red Guardian and stuff. I love it. Yeah, me too. I'm curious uh, what they're gonna do in terms of like her uh, backstory, and then because you know they always gotta have it tied tied to the villain. So how who who's Taskmaster? Who's Taskmaster? Whose cousin? Is she, like. <laughs> It's either her cousin once removed or some guy that she maybe was in a relationship with and he got scorned and now all of a sudden she's, I want to learn all her moves. No, it's Natasha Clone <laughs> Or Mephisto. It's Mephisto. Yeah, it's Mephisto. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's it. All right, next trailer. I didn't see this, so. I was trailer. Space Jam. Did you see Space Jam? Oh, I did. Yeah. They, they sold me at the Space Jam theme remix. Wait, let's watch it. I didn't see Space Jam. Welcome to the space. Welcome, King James. I am the king of this domain. This is the serververse. What'd you do to my son? Where's Dom? The only way you're getting your son back is if you and I play a little basketball. Pete, send this clown to the rejects. Wait. What is this? Ah! I'm a cartoon? What's up, Doc? Come on in, I need to assemble an elite team to help give my son back. I know what you're looking for. So shoot, baby, shoot. A dream team. Man, shoot the ball. Let's try that again, shall we? But anyway, so yeah, Space Jam and... Y'all. Everybody get up. It's time Yasuki. for Space Jam. I mean... It's Space Jam. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Space Jam. That's how I felt. I'm like, I mean... It's not for us anymore, bro. We've aged out of yeah, this. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But then I'm like, but has it though? Because I'm like, there's a lot of shit that I still like. The Avatar news. Yeah, but I that's feel not like, for us. I know, but, but I'm still like, it's for me. But I feel like if if they repackaged the Space Jam we saw as kids and put it out now, I'd be like, what the fuck bullshit is this? <laughs> like I wouldn't. Michael Jordan's not a great actor, but when I was a kid, I wasn't thinking about that. 
So I'm seeing LeBron James. I'm like, oh, he's stiff. But I'm like, yeah. I'm sure Michael Jordan was too. I just don't remember because <laughs> I was a kid at the yeah, time. That's true, that's true, you know what that's I mean? True. <laughs> um, we, and I, I will say it's weird. Is Don Cheadle is like the alien? Yeah. What? He's like the main villain, I guess. What happened to the Toon Aliens? From- well, he, he was War Machine and now he's in the actual machine. Yes. <laughs> Causing war. He became Armanzola. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is war. Um, Which actually, what? now that you say that name, Armanzola? why did you say that name? <laughs> but I'm like, what if it turns out he's the power broker? Armanzola? Yeah. But then he, didn't he die when in Winter Soldier? Yeah, but they... he's an a, he's an AI. Like, it's so weird that it even happened. <laughs> I mean, but then how's he doing shit? I, I like your theory about Sharon Carter being. No, I do, but I'm like, but you mentioned Armanzola. I'm thinking. Yeah, Sharon no, Carter. Sharon Carter. Yeah, I think Peggy. Never mind. No, I, I do think she's the power, bro. But then I'm like, but Armanzola, he is. Maybe Armanzola downloaded his mind into Sharon Carter. <laughs> okay, that's too much. <laughs> it's the best now. <laughs> oh, we're back on this. I was also going to say that I feel like these weird elemental, what are they call the Goon Squad? Yeah. Why are they called the Goon Squad? They're elementals. But I like the Monstars. They're Don Cheadle's goons. <laughs> that's weird. I like the Monstar. I feel like. Are they still aliens? Like, is that still what's happening in the story? It's weird to me. It's not as clear as it was. They're cartoons. Okay. And an AI situation. Like, it looks like, yeah, it's all like... It's virtual. no more aliens. Now it's AI. Yeah, it looks like virtual reality. Huh. I mean, I mean that's the difference. That's the way to go make it different. But I like the Monstars. You hit them high, hit them high, hit them high. And, and they're doing and they're, low, and they're, low, they're, low, like, low. they're like going back and forth between like 2D animation and then through computer animation. Yeah. I think visually it looks cool. Yeah, I don't man. know what's going on with the that weird cameo shot with Iron Giant and all those other WB properties just to get butts in seats, I guess. Maybe maybe that's the, this is, it's the ready, crowd. It's the it's the fucking cartoon version of Ready Player One. Oh, yeah, I think about that. Didn't they do that too, though, in the original I mean, Space Iron Jam? Iron Giant was in Ready Player One. No, not that. Not uh-huh. that. You're right. I mean, like um, in the original Space Jam, when they had the actual basketball game, weren't there other WB characters in like, the audience? Like, go? I, remember, I vaguely remember like... I'm like, Space Jam came out in what? Yeah, like, I don't I don't, I don't fucking remember, remember that. I remember from like years ago. So, Let yeah. me see. What year? I think it was 95. Let yeah. me look that up. What year was the original Space Jam? But a big plus. Thank God they included the Space Jam theme. Because that's... Yeah, remix. That, that's really the main draw for that fucking show or movie. So I was close. I said 95. It was 96. Damn. So I was 8. Depending on the month, I was... Uh, 10 or 11 wow uh, november so i was 11 <laughs> yeah I, don't, I wasn't a kid looking at that and being like michael jordan can't act <laughs> this is bullshit <laughs> i'm just like everybody get up this time for space jam <laughs> yeah i'm down for it i did like the song yeah we got a real thing going on welcome, welcome to, to the space jam it's your chance do your dance at the space jam <laughs> <laughs> And that's why it's getting a reboot for that song only. Yes. <laughs> oh man, that was back when R. Kelly wasn't creepy. No. I believe well, no, he was I... always creepy. Oh well, we didn't know we he just, was creepy. Yeah. Then. Uh, that was the I believe I can fly. I love that song too in that movie. Wow. Fuck you, R. Kelly. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of things being creepy, hmm. the voice might be a little creepy. <laughs> uh, and Netflix released a trailer for Yasuki. Yasuki. You are not one of us, and yet he treats you as so. Servants will always be servants. That is our way. The old way. Perhaps the old way should be left in the past. 
I have been searching for you. I'm just a boatsman. Nothing special about me. This world is full of evil. Very for prophecy. That a black warrior will one day come to save the people. I found him. True warrior, above all else, prays for peace. But today, we fight for the future of Japan. Now I know you're talking about. New anime. Yeah, Lakeith Stanfield anime. Yes. What'd you think? I think Lakeith Stanfield LaShawn, is... LaShawn Thomas, and God, I did Cro uh, Cannon Busters, which I still didn't finish. <laughs> I like that show, though. It wasn't, like, amazing, but I like that show. Um, yeah, I feel like Lakeith Stanfield was the weakest part of this, unfortunately. Yeah I, yeah, I wasn't a fan of his voice. Yeah. The concept is interesting, but I always... Afro Samurai, the prequel. Yeah, and, but yet, it's fucking... Um, uh, Samuel Jackson is a way better voice actor. I didn't, I didn't even know he, he was so good. I didn't even know it was Samuel Jackson. Oh, you didn't? No. You can tell more with the ninja. Yeah, you can tell with the uh, with the ninja. Yeah. Then his like imaginary friend or whatever. Yeah. Then you can with the actual Afro Samurai himself. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just it's again you, you already called it. You're just like oh well, it's the name. That's why they'll do it. But it's like. I don't know. He, it's weird to me when actors, like good actors, I think Lakeith Stanfield is a good actor. Good actors can't voice act. Like they're, they're two different skill it's a, sets. Yeah, it's a, two, it's a different skill set. Yeah. Same thing with writing. Like not, if you're a good novel writer, writer that doesn't mean you can write a screenplay. Yeah. Just that, fascinating. That doesn't mean you can write a newspaper article. Yeah. All true facts. Or just because you can write a newspaper article doesn't mean you can write a novel. Yeah. So are you doesn't mean you can write a comic book. I get it. <laughs> doesn't mean you can write <laughs> a porno. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, wait, so how'd you feel about it? Uh, I mean, it looked, it looked uh, in terms of the animation, it looked nice. But yeah, the, like the voice acting, not even just him, but some of the other, some of the other people, I was just saying, they probably should have just got like actual voice actors mm. to put some weight behind this yeah especially it's gonna be a, like you know let's be real it's gonna be a hard sell it's an I mean, anime with a black main character even, even certain elements of invincible like with steven young sometimes yeah. i'm like mm, really a little bit i thought steven young was so good that i was like i don't even recognize no, like, it as, the as like there's a moment where it's like i want to be just like you hit me i'm like mm. <laughs> that's the only moment that's, uh, that's the only moment that's yeah. the only moment where i felt i was like mm. <laughs> I remember that line, but I didn't have an issue with it. Same with um, what's his name? J.K. Simmons. Well, J.K. Simmons is a voice actor. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's fucking Tenzin. <laughs> oh right, I don't. I don't wait, wait, wait. Is it in his contract that whatever character he plays, he has to have a mustache? Like, <laughs> yes. He has to look like J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, I've gotta look like J.J. and everything. <laughs> Give me a mustache. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but yeah, I you know I'll check this out. But I feel like it would have been better if they had a a stronger lead voice actor. Cause again, he's the lead. Yes, I gotta like him. He's Yasuki. Yeah. So like, if I don't like him, if if his if his like, but who knows? Maybe maybe it's his trailer clips. Yeah, maybe it's it could be better. It gets better. Yeah. So open minded, but let's, let's, we'll see. Life is good, but it could be better. But it could be better. <laughs> granted, <laughs> granted. Well, uh, speaking of things possibly being better, remember they mentioned the whole possibly getting a black Superman, yada, yada, yada? Uh, yeah. All that news. Well, you, we know black Superman does take place on Earth 2. Okay. So maybe there is some credence to that idea, because remember, we don't know, because now it's been confirmed 
that Robert Pattinson's Batman is set on Earth 2. Oh, shit. We're doing straight-up actual multiverse stuff with the DC movies? Maybe. I mean, I feel like it could be a reach, but I'll take that reach because that sounds like a cool concept. That's a, that's, a, that's a good way to reboot the series if that's what you're going to do. And then give me Flashpoint. <laughs> but also with that, they are saying that uh, the Flash movie will lend clarity to what they plan on doing with the DC films for the, uh, going forward. Because they're saying DC is plotting its films and shows to share the same universe. So they are trying to stick with the shared universe. Mm. And it's saying that uh, the Flash will tackle the multiverse and is said to also lend clarity to the future of the Justice League. Okay, so that doesn't necessarily imply Flashpoint, but if they use that to open the door to the multiverse as like a jumping off point to this new DC continuity, I'm cool with that. Could be Flashpoint related, doesn't have to be, but I'm down for it. I mean, they were talking about having like all different Batman, right? Like um, uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton, yeah. It's all weird, though, because I'm like, what are they doing? It's all like, you need is Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, and Robert Pattinson, and there's your multiverse well, right Robert there. Well, Robert Pattinson's not going to be in the... Oh, well. In the movie. Give me a flash. <laughs> give me a flash and flash. But, uh, what else? Oh, DC. So, yeah, speaking more with DC and them not knowing what the fuck they're doing. So, mm. uh, remember there's going to be... We talked about... Or did I talk about this already? What? Uh, New Gods with Ava DuVernay. Oh, yeah. We literally last week talked about one of our emails even was like, only thing I'm looking forward to now is New Gods for Dark Side and blah, blah, blah. You wrinkle in time ladies behind it and you're like, yeah, it might be good though. Doesn't matter though. <laughs> so it's not existent anymore. <laughs> yeah. It got it's snapped like, away. Like that yes. was... <laughs> uh, Dark Side was like, you're making a what? Omega Beams because we're not, we're not <laughs> yeah. having that. But yeah, oh, uh, and it had like April Fools that was announced. I thought it was a joke, but it's not. It's not a joke though. So, uh, yeah, the Ava DuVernay New Gods movie is no longer continuing. Mm. Not even just why. You know how sometimes we're like, oh, this director is no longer. No, they're not doing the movie. Period. Yeah. And not only just that, but James Wan, which I'm like, this is act. This was actually real. James Wan was going to do the tr- a trench movie, which seemed like a joke, but it wasn't. <laughs> which I'm like. You're doing the tr- like they showed up in like two a two second scene in Aquaman. But to why be is, fair, why is there an entire movie about this? A dope horror movie concept. Yeah, a dope horror movie concept, but in a DC world, yeah, who gives a fuck? But they're just doing shit. It was like whatever, whatever's good, whatever sticks, we'll just do it. But apparently they're not because it's been canceled. So do you think it's because of Zack Snyder's Justice League? Because Dark Side was so prominent. I mean, why else? But then also, but then again, like the trench has nothing to do with Zack Snyder's Justice League, and that got canceled too. That's true. And it's not like they announced that. But to be fair, that's weird projects. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's not like they announced Dark Side or whatever showing up somewhere else or another Justice League. They haven't announced another Justice League movie, so yeah. What's going? What 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 is going on? They just don't know what they don't know what to do. They're like, oh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> do nothing. <laughs> Cancel everything. <laughs> Reset it. <laughs> It's, it's weird. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on at DC. Maybe somebody, DC, hit us up. This is the Blurry Vision Podcast. <laughs> Call us in. Talking about, oh, it'd be cool to have Rob on the show. Yeah, it's yeah. cool to be have a DC, DC representative on the show. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Hello, Come on. Call us Jeff up. Jeff Johns. I'm here to answer your questions. No, not, not Jeff Johns. You piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of things being a piece of shit, uh, in, in the viewer's eyes, Godzilla versus Kong wasn't a piece of shit because... God, Godzilla vs. Kong was more viewed on HBO Max than Wonder Woman and Justice League. 
I mean, to be fair, it was four hours. So, like, I doubt people, other than the hardcore audiences, would watch Zack Snyder's Justice League. But, I mean, yeah, in fact, they did better than Wonder Woman 84. In his first five days. Wow. Easily surpassed Wonder Woman and Justice League. I think it's a better movie, so I'm, I'm with it. Uh... 3.6 well, million uh, for Godzilla. For Wonder Woman, it was 2.2. And for Justice League, it was 1.8. Oh, damn. And then not only just that, but 36% of households actually watched Justice League the whole way through. 36%? Yes. Watched the whole way through? Yes. I mean, that statistic sounds low, but then it's a four-hour fucking movie, man. That's pretty impressive that 30% of people even got through that shit. <laughs> But I don't know. It just basically says nobody likes DC because <laughs> Godzilla was watching. Or more. they like giant monsters battling more, like me. <laughs> giant monsters fighting. <laughs> I love it. But uh, speaking of people liking things more, everybody's liking the way Algis Hodge is looking on the internet because he released the post. He released his Haw- Hawkman. Oh, Hawkman. He released a uh, picture of him after his like Hawkman training workout. <laughs> And okay. the internet, including myself, got super thirsty. Uh, I have not even seen this photo, so like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> this is the photo. <laughs> okay. The man is built like concrete. His pecs look like fucking rock hard. Yeah, why can't my titties look like that? <laughs> they look almost like curved like granite. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, the internet is thirsting over Algis Hodge. All right, then. Me too. I'm <laughs> like... Can I get break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar? <laughs> Lol. Let me let me just let me just lick let me just lick the right nipple. Oh just my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't need I don't need both. Just 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 the right. Gross. <laughs> but uh, speaking of girl, oh, this became they've already made memes of it. I don't like taking notes from anybody, not even Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> wow. Joss Whedon quote. Oh, fuck that guy. That we're we're talking about I that, right? I, don't, I was like, I don't know the quote. Uh, that's what was released from Ray Fisher's latest statements talking uh, about things that Joss Whedon did on set. Yeah, I was saving that for last. Oh, okay, all right. We'll save that. But uh, you talking about gross. Speaking of gross. Gross. There's talks that Marvel is developing a John Walker Disney Plus series. What? Gross. That better be <laughs> April Fool's. No, uh, <laughs> why would they do that? I mean, it could be April Fool's. But it's got to be April Fool's. There's but, no way. There's been too much hate for that man. There's been death threats about him. <laughs> but, you know, but you know how usually uh, they say at the end, April Fool's, it doesn't say at the end of the, at the, end of the article. That can't be true. I refuse to believe so that. So we'll see. I refuse to believe that. I mean, there's been talk about Jimmy, there's talking about Jimmy Woo getting a series. I would sooner take that than John Walker. I reject your reality, sir. <laughs> so we'll see. John Walker. U.S. agent. I'm going to say Texas Ranger. <laughs> but also with that, because you did mention it, it's not true that he got bullied off the internet. He did not ha- He did not have an Instagram or anything like that account. Who? Uh, Wyatt Russell. So there's this rumor. I thought you just mentioned it. Oh, no. I heard he got death threats. I didn't hear he got bullied off the internet. And that's what I'm saying. There's this whole rumor thing going on on the internet that Wyatt Russell, who plays John Walker, U.S. agent, not my Captain America, Captain America, that he got, uh, he was getting death threats and all this other stuff, and got chased off the internet because of it. And it's it's true, but it's not true. Okay. He never had an Instagram or Twitter or anything like that, so he's never chased off the internet. But what is true is he has fan accounts. 
Uh. And they were sending death threats to the fan accounts. accounts. Wow. I guess they thought those were his accounts. Yeah. And so people don't like his character. Come on, man. Do some research before you send out a death threat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to take a second (laughs) second pass on anything, make sure the person you're sending a death threat to is the actual person you want to send a death threat to. Nah, this happened before where a guy... There was a guy that was caught being racist or some shit on the internet. And so there was another guy that had the same exact name. And they were sending him death threats. The fuck? Or whatever. But people are trash. Very. But yeah, because, because they don't over like... a fictional the, character. Yeah, over a fictional character. Because they don't like the character, they're sending the actor death threats. Not even the actor. The, the people who run the fan accounts for the actor the death threats. Yeah. Thinking it's the actor. And I mean... <laughs> hey, bitch. I fucking want to kill you. My name's Bob. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I mean, it's not like this is an isolated incident because there's a guy that I follow, uh, him, Stephen, Stephen or Stevens. He's white, so it's probably Stephen. Okay. Stephen Ford. He was on, uh, he was on Teen Wolf. Okay. And he, uh, he tweeted about, he tweeted a while ago, not about this specific instance, but just, he was just like, uh, cause there was somebody else that was getting death threats or whatever about something. And he was like, I was on Teen Wolf for just one season and I played a villain and I'm still getting death threat. People sending me fan mail to this day with death threats. Have you nothing else to do, people? Like, years later, you're still sending death threats? What are you doing? Yeah, because I I was a villain on Teen Wolf and so whatever. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this? Like, this is the problem with fandom. On one level, if I was a villain getting death threats, I feel like I would turn it around and like post it in my villain persona and be like, you can't stop me. None of you can stop me. But even still, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's y'all bullshit. don't know that this person's fucking acting. Yes. Like, on one hand, I feel like it's kind of a flattering thing for an actor. Is it? I wouldn't want that shit. <laughs> well, I mean, it means that your performance was so good that it made people hate you. But on the other hand, fuck people. That's ridiculous. That you're I don't mind that. Hate, hate, hate me in, in terms of the p- p- no, no, performance. It's so good. They can't separate the two. That's how good your performance was. <laughs> it's like... There's some crazy... Like, the um, Joffrey... Like, he was so good at being a fucking asshole, people hated him. And yeah, it, I did too, but I know extended. if I ever met him in real life, I'm like, I know you're not fucking Joffrey. No, you punch him in the face because he killed fucking Ned Stark. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. Pe- Joffrey! <laughs> oh, my name is Matthew. <laughs> yeah, it just goes to show, again, fandom, fandom continues to uh, be. It's not even fandom, it's just people. Get any collection of people big enough, and you're going to find a chunk of those people who are fucking idiots. And that's what we're seeing now with fandom. Because now, now fandom's not niche. Fandom is mainstream. So now you're seeing these collections of people gather for multiple things. And people are just fucking assholes in general. So, I uh, love people. Well. Well. Nah, I'm not gonna, that's not important. We're not going to talk about that. But, speaking of assholes. Then Michael's like, I deem what the news is. I am the law. Yes, I am. You don't need to know this. I mean, whatever. Tom Holland's Uncharted. No, no, it's too late. You're Hodge now. Tom Holland's Uncharted movie got delayed. There we go. No, that's, no. That was, that was important. Oh, no, Michael. I needed to know this. I'm so waiting for this movie. I was waiting for this movie. What was that accent? I'm so waiting for this movie. That's, I mean, anybody's waiting for Uncharted. That's how they fucking talk. Nice. All right, so who's the asshole? I can guess, but who is it? Joss Whedon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you read more than whatever I did. Mm. So you you lead this part. 
I mean, I only know what I told you, which is, I, as we were starting the podcast, apparently Ray Fisher had come out with even more, what did we say before? Like, Ray Fisher's not done? Well, he's not, because he had some interview with the yeah, he, there's Hollywood a, there's, Reporter. Yeah, there's, it? A, there's a very, 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 very long interview. He's spilling all the tea. Or not even just interview, like, expose with the Hollywood Reporter. That, that's a better way. A better word, I mean. Talking about uh, with Ray Fisher. And not even just Ray Fisher, but damn near everything that's gone down with the whole Justice League and everything like that. Yeah. Part of it is also that uh, Joss Whedon threatened Gal Gadot on set. Yeah. That's the first thing I read, which was Gal. Oh, Joss told Gal he's the writer. She's going to shut up and say the lines, and he can make her look incredibly stupid in this movie. Yeah. Wow. And the stunt double and her didn't want to do that boob scene. But he basically uses, you know, his his, his clout to pressure the stunt performer into doing it or he ruined her career. Which is yeah, way Gal, more because yeah, Gal Gadot was trying to speak to the higher ups about it and whatever. He yeah, he basically threatened, like, I can make you look stupid in this movie. I'm the writer. Who yeah. the fuck says that shit? And it uh, and also goes to something because it all it all corroborates. Remember I mentioned before yeah. there, there was were a person a year ago that corroborate all what Ray Fisher's saying now. I'll say it after. But that, I was gonna but... say, but remember I mentioned before there was a writer on Firefly that was talking about how Joss Whedon was bragging about making uh some of the female writers or whatever on set cry or whatever. Yeah. So it's like it all, and then the stuff with the, what Charisma Carpenter said and yada, Bro, yada, yada. It all lines up. It all lines up. And it just honestly and, and, got and, to the point. And but, then I think, yeah. it, and then I get it because even Ray Fisher said this too. Like, and granted, we should be, but like we're so laser focused though on Joss Whedon, mm. but he isn't the only one. Yeah, it's only because Joss Whedon has the bigger name because he's the director. The, of the biggest event. name, yeah. yeah, and he's the face more. So yeah, than Buffy, yeah. cult status, Firefly, Angel, yeah. and now Avengers. But and really, he also but, did just. But, 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 but remember, there's so other too. people too. Yeah, but, but really, so he's he's built this 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 persona of being this this woman, feminist. Yeah, this yeah. feminist, this female empowerment director, and to be the complete antithesis to that, it's mm-hmm. it's a slap to the face. Like I'm offended. Like <laughs> that's crazy. Yes, he also he said he also he threatened to harm Gal Gadot's career and despair and he disparaged Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins. Yes, and he was bragging that he had he was bragging about him having a falling out with Gal Gadot. So fucking stupid. Like the more and more and I Gal Gadot kind of she didn't really talk about it, but she was just like, yeah, I had my issues with Joss Whedon, but it was handled. Because she literally had her fucking studio executives like helping her having it handled. Kind of, yeah. But so she, in in this it. situation, she had way more power. Like, she, Wonder Woman was like, out of all the movies, it was the one that made a shit ton of money. Yeah. It was the one that had the highest critical acclaim mm-hmm. and things like that. So she had a little bit more clout and power than, say, Ray Fisher. Yeah. I've got a list here of things from almost a year ago that were released as rumors uh, around the time after Justice League was released. And at the time, these things were all basically dismissed by everybody. Because, like, yeah, was, whatever. We, we were so off, like, the Zack Snyder, Justice League drama of it all. They were like, yeah, it could be true, could not be true, whatever, moving on. But now, given everything that's been said by Ray Fisher and others, it seems like this is all true. So I'm going to read these lists of rumors now because a lot of it's been corroborated. And if some of it was corroborated, and these are things that were talked about a year ago, I'm almost certain all of them are true. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, some of the things I'm also seeing, like uh, when Ray Fisher first went to, uh, like Jeff Johns and things like that about his complaints. Yeah. Jeff Johns was saying, "Well, we can't make Joss mad." What the fuck? Well, not Jeff Johns. Not Jeff Johns. Uh, the publicist, How- Howard Bergman, Bragman. Oh. 
said we can't we can't make Jeff Johns mad. No, John said this. We can't we can't say about Joss. We can't make jo we can't make Joss mad. Why? Because he's the director. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got more the balls. He's Joss Whedon. You can't make the director mad. So these are the rumors. Uh, multiple cast members were vocal about the distaste for the rewritten dialogue, including Jeremy Irons, who described them as fucking stupid and went off to his trailer to rewrite them himself. Makes sense. A lot of the dialogue tweaks, like brunch, fucking dumb. Uh, Whedon was particularly unpleasant to Godot, so much so that afterwards one of the producers forbade him from addressing the cast without a studio representative present, and we've heard that already. Yeah, I mean, even saying they will remember he couldn't be in a room alone with uh, Michelle Trachtenberg. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whedon refused to address Ray Fisher's concerns about his character, which is, now that we know, he basically wrote out his entire character, his stance being that he didn't take notes from Robert Downey Jr., so why would he extend that courtesy to Fisher? Okay, and Ray Fisher basically corroborated that with his most recent story. Uh, both Galdo... Uh, but both which kind of makes me wonder, what were the notes that Robert Downey Jr. were trying to give? And, and also, this, uh, granted, we haven't heard any of the Avengers speak out. Yeah. But the fact that he never went back to Age of Ultron tells me something happened there but, too. But it makes me want because that's what I was just about to say. Remember all the tension and yeah. things like that with Age of Ultron that he was, which made him and Marvel have a back or uh, mm -hmm. a contentious and, and relationship. And the, at the time, the excuse was, "Oh, I was, I was just stressed out, I was burnt out. Yeah, and, I was yeah, doing too back, much. Yeah, back then we this blamed was, Marvel almost. Yeah, we blamed Marvel for that. Yeah, because like, oh, Marvel's always interfering. Like, let Joss Whedon do his thing. Like, but yeah. now it's like. Mm. Maybe he did. They had a contentious relationship because he was trying to be a fucking dick, and Kevin Feige was like, "You better rein that shit in." Yeah. So it's like one of us got the bigger dick yeah, here. Now you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, mm, now I'm looking back on that shit, and I'm like, I mean, I I'm disgusted by Joss Whedon. The fact that there's scenes like that Wonder Woman Flash shit in Age of Ultron with Black Widow and Hulk, stuff like that. I'm mean, just like, I'm looking at all that shit like, wow. So you were always kind of a piece of shit. Like it just you were just hiding it better. Um, let me finish these rumors that are not rumors anymore. Uh, both Godot and her stunt devil refused to do the boot face plant scene, resulting in Whedon locking the ladder, so the stunt devil, in a room and threatening to end her career. And when a director on the, on the scale of Joss Whedon is telling a stunt person that they're in his their career, that's something that, that that's a power dynamic that they can't get around. You know yes. what I'm saying? Um, Affleck tried to convince the cast to walk out, but to no avail, obviously. And lastly, during Godot's final ADR session, Whedon threatened to interfere with Wonder Woman 1984 just as he did Justice League. Which is like, what? What does that even mean, bro? You're going to send fucking Patty yeah, Jenkins like, bad gonna notes? How interfere with Wonder Woman? Yeah. First of all, didn't yeah, have to. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fucked up itself, but... <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna believe just we fucked up 84 somehow. I don't even yes. know if that's true, but I'm gonna believe that. <laughs> yeah, now it's all over the internet. Like that, now it's everybody's talking about it now. That's crazy. I used to like this guy. I've said before in the podcast, I've based a lot of my own writing on Joss Whedon's pace or uh, his 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 uh, ability to weave dark I mean, Marvel, and light tones Marvel's together. still doing it to this day. Yeah, I mean, yes, they. Avengers is what basically set the Marvel tone for yes. all their movies. Yes. And, but it's crazy to me that this person, I mean, it's not that crazy. As I get older, the people you look up to, you realize there's fucking people and they're flawed too. So I'm not, I shouldn't be surprised by this, but it's still, it's still disappointing. You know? The feminist isn't really a feminist. He's yeah. Yeah. Which is worse. But I always had a problem. If you're going to be an asshole, at least be an open asshole. Don't, don't, don't project the opposite. You know but what I mean? Always, don't as, as, much as, I, as much as I like Joss Whedon before all this stuff came, I always had a problem with them saying he's like 
the authority on feminist, like the feminist writer and all the other bullshit. It's true. And I'm like, the mm. white man. Yeah, yeah the, the white, white straight man. man. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So go go and read read the article. Like I said, it's, very, it's a long, 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 long article. I finally come around completely and being like, yeah, Ray Fisher, you know. You did good. <laughs> this is you did a good job because you he did change my perception of Joss Whedon, and without him, you know, making the big stink that he did, you know, this stuff wouldn't have come to light. Basically, or if it did come to light, it would have been quickly swept under the rug and it would have stayed there. But because of Ray Fisher's like, insistence on you know speaking his truth, that's why this is continuously a big news story, and getting bigger. I feel like every time he says something new. But yeah, he was uh, Ray Fisher was saying, uh, "What is?" Uh, I know Joss Whedon's mad. I, every time he sees Ray Fisher in the news, probably. he's like, "Man, you don't shut the fuck up, Ray." Probably. <laughs> but yeah, it says the early clashes arose when Whedon uh, went from Whedon making major changes to Snyder's original script, greatly reducing Cyborg's role in the story. When reshoots were about to get underway, Fisher says he needed to, to quote to explain some of the most basic points of what would be offensive to the black community to Whedon and tried to give it just my screen just jumped what happened oh and tried to give quote notes to avoid issues in terms of representation of the character apparently fisher quote had barely started to talk when the filmmaker cut him off and said quote and Whedon said quote it feels like I'm taking notes right now and I don't like taking notes from anybody not even Robert Downey Jr. Wow. So that's the more uh, context of that story. That's when he's a giant child. That's what it sounds like. Goddamn motherfucking screen. Doesn't he sound like a fucking kid? Like a fucking whiny brat. Privileged motherfucker. When Fisher took his grievance to Johns he was told that quote they can't make Joss mad. Johns also said it was quote problematic that cyborg smiled only twice in the movie end quote because top executives felt that they could quote could not have an angry black man at the center of the film (laughs) i wouldn't even say he was angry for most of that movie he was just indifferent and robotic like (laughs) exactly he wasn't angry yeah that's weird that's problematic though not not the things that the black man was telling you were problematic it's the fact that he doesn't smile for that movie (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Say booyah. Boom. Joss Whedon approved. There we go. All right, we're done here. But yeah, Ray Fisher just says, I don't believe some of these people are fit for positions of leadership. I don't want them excommunicated from Hollywood. Don't you? <laughs> but I don't think they should be in charge of hiring and firing other people. Mm. If I can't get accountability, at least I can make people aware of who they're dealing with. Mm. So I guess at this point, he's just like, man, I don't give a fuck if I don't get another job in Hollywood. Fuck Hollywood. I'm speaking my truth. Deal with that shit. Because he didn't really have well, any I mean, Hollywood credits before that, right? No, he was a he was he, he was, was a theater actor. He was a theater actor before this. Yeah, so I guess he he so really he's just like, like I don't so fuck. he's like if I gotta go back to theater, whatever. I was fine. I was doing that anyway. I was yeah. fine. But supposedly he's in another movie or whatever. Okay, that's not good for him. I'm now you know I've come full circle on this whole Ray Fisher thing. And I'm pretty sure like people like Jordan Peele or anything. Oh yeah, anybody pro black would be like fuck those motherfuckers. Come yeah. over here. You deserve it. And frankly, you do ever seeing what Joss Whedon did to his role, he does deserve it. Because he was so much better at fucking Zack Snyder Justice League. And yeah. it's because Not even just but like I, I said this before. I'm like, granted, whether there was whether it was justified or not, but I'm like, all the people of color got taken out of the Joss Whedon, whether it's Iris, yeah. Cyborg. Granted, this is a small little kid, but the little woman he gave made the money bank for or whatever. Mm. Ryan Choi. Yeah. 
granted, when you put it, you can say, oh, well, why didn't Ryan show whatever. But when you put all of it together. Yeah, all of it together. It's like, hmm, that's interesting, Josh. Some interesting choices here. Yeah, like, <laughs> especially going to my, remember my whole criticism. I'm like, Buffy don't got no black friends. And I'm like, it all tracks. All tracks. Granted, granted, there's a. Granted. <laughs> yeah. Granted, there is a thing that he wanted to make Cordelia black, but Warner Brothers said no. Mm. But still. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm kind of grossed up with Joss Whedon now. And it's sad. Or not Warner Brothers, because Buffy wasn't Warner Brothers. Uh, Fox. Yeah. Like, I hit his face. Like, I, I, <laughs> even with the pictures of posting Joss Whedon, his big-ass forehead. <laughs> and it's kind of weird It's kind of weird with everything that's happening, because I don't think he deleted his Twitter. I think he's still on Twitter. Oh, really? You would think it'd be the first thing he would jump off of, because I feel like that's the most hate he'll get is on Twitter. Yeah, he's still, he's still, he's still on Twitter. Is he getting blown up right now? Can you see his mentions or anything? I don't know how Twitter works. <laughs> I don't see anything on. No, everything's from 2020. Oh, so he just locked shit down. Yeah, so you probably can't tweet him. You can't even comment on the stuff he posts. Usually, that's what people do. Like they'll they'll raid. Like, no, yeah, I can most... comment. I can comment under 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 his post. Any new comments on his most recent posts? No. Wow, what? None. That's, that's what I find weird. I don't. Then he's definitely blocking comments or something, because you would you would still see comments underneath. His posts, I think. Yeah, his most recent post was uh, in 11, um, 11, 11, 20. It's talking about uh, This Is Us because they make a Buffy reference on This Is Us. Mm. And when I open up the comments, there's nothing recent. Yeah, they're doing some kind of like blocking shit or something. Oh, wait, never mind. Uh. Here's one. Here's one recent comment. What is that? Where? Right here. Uh, three hours ago. Joss Whedon reportedly threatened <laughs> to harm his career. Told her she's right. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so people... Yeah, that, that's usually what happens. Like, when shit like this happens, people will go to whatever their recent posts are and start commenting under that if they haven't talked about it. Now, there's another one for... Okay, so I guess you gotta scroll because it's not... It's not an, It's not uh, an, oh, It's an not order. post order because now that I'm scrolling down... Uh, okay. Because I'm like, I'm seeing shit from 2020, but now that I'm scrolling down, I see somebody said, uh, from three days ago... You son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the fact that he hasn't posted said, anything. Son of a bitch wanting to put Marvel-based scenes in a DC movie, and then they got thumb to get on the finger. Is is late 2020 when the first Ray Fisher stuff started breaking? I don't, I don't remember. remember. <laughs> Jinx. But yeah, I feel like maybe that's why he stopped posting. Because if he hasn't posted for like four months, five months, there's no way. Like, that, that's not a coincidence. Like, he didn't just, just stop out of nowhere. Somebody said, I hope you step on a Lego. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? So specific. <laughs> Sir, your only crime is cutting two hours from of a boring Justice League movie. You got a defender? Well, I don't know. Well, Joss Whedon, Dick Rider. <laughs> nothing with your name. Twenty nine minutes ago, nothing with your name on it should be celebrated. Damn. Yeah, I'm with you that it doesn't retroactively undo the things I like from him. You are no longer welcome in this fandom. Leave. Like he did make Avengers, guys. Like <laughs> you can't take that away from him. Like he still did that. But, fuck. That's so crazy. Dude, you did he, Ray Fisher dirty. He literally revolutionized... I, I mean, we hate him now, but he revolutionized nerd fandom. He made it mainstream. Not even just that, but television. Yeah. Like, not television even... Television and movies. But, like... And then, yeah, he's a piece of shit. That's crazy. Not even <laughs> just, like... 
a lot of people don't realize the impact that Buffy had on a shit ton of writers. Oh yeah, for sure. This guy right here. Well, I don't, but I don't. But I don't. Just, I mean, like if you watch television, like even the, like the way they talk, the dialogue, the quippiness. Yeah. The phrases. The banter. Yeah, the band. Like what do they call it? The Scooby Doo Gang thing. The Scooby Gang. Scooby Gang. Yeah, they have that on a lot of shows because of that. Or even the phrase, the phrase "Big Bad." Mm, that's right. You told me that. That came from Joss. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but it makes sense. So, yeah, like, it's, it's crazy when you think about this. Because, like, a lot of shows, even shows that aren't supernatural, yeah. get their cues from, like, Veronica Mars, Gilmore Girls. Mm. All of those shows take their cues from Buffy. Will and Grace even mentioned references Buffy. Wow. So it's like, yeah, it's fucking, fucking crazy. How the mighty have fallen, man. That's nuts. Yeah, I don't know. That saddens me. But anyway, and then you get Sarah Michelle. Like she said, I, I, I will always want to be associated with Buffy, but I would never want to be associated with Joss Whedon. I mean, that's the nail in the coffin right there. When like Buffy herself is saying, like, you know, the guy that basically made my career, fuck him. <laughs> it's like shit. All right, point taken, Buffy. Like, yeah, is that the end of the news? Yeah, that's it. All right, fuck Joss Whedon. That's the, yeah, <laughs> that's the wrap much. up for this one. <laughs> and I will say, like. Cause I know there's a uh, there's like I'm, a deb- I might put that in title <laughs> and fuck Joss Whedon. That's the end of this episode's title. <laughs> but I know there's like a debate within within like fandom in terms like that. Like when you find out a like a creator or an artist is trash, does that also mean you no longer pay attention to their work or like no? I'll, I'll if you, love the like Avengers. if you have like if you have Harry Potter movies or DVDs or even whatever, should you burn them because J.K. Rowling is trash? Mm. And I think ultimately, nobody can tell you how to... I think that's just a conversation that you have to have with yourself. Mm, yeah. If you no longer want to watch Buffy or whatever because of the creator, then yeah, that's, that's, that's a conversation that you have to have. Yeah. But if you still be like, well, I'm going to put that aside and mm. still, still watch it, again, that's... It's, it's difficult. It's easy to say you can separate the two, but for me personally, it, it's, it's definitely leaving a stain. Cause it's like I'll 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 never not love Avengers. I'll never not love Buffy, but now when I see those Joss Whedon tropes, now I look at it differently. Yes, because that's it, what fucks me up. Like even yeah, even when you look, watch Buffy and like granted, I've always had a problem with this, but even certain ways that Xander talks to Buffy, and I'm just like, who the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> who the fuck do you think you're yeah, talking like, to right now? I'm the Slayer, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, Sander. that's Joss Whedon feeling like he needs to put Buffy in her place. And yeah. like, I'm, mm. yeah. Even back then, it was cringy, but now that you know, have all this information, I was like, mm. yeah. I'll never watch Justice League again, but all those low angle fucking Wonder Woman ass shots, even Age of Ultron, like I said, the Black Widow scenes, I'm just like, uh, man, you. I think she was the worst in Age of Ultron that she's ever been in any of the movies. Yes. That's Joss Whedon. He just got, he couldn't help himself. Like, yeah. <laughs> even in fucking the first Avengers, Loki calls her a slut or whatever. Now I'm thinking about it. What do you call it? A, 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 a whimpering a, mule? A, yeah, a muling quim. A, yeah, a muling quim. Basically saying like you're a moaning whore or some shit like that. Yeah. Loki has never been that fucking uh, uh, chauvinistic. No. Where did that come from? Now we know. <laughs> Joss fucking Whedon. That's what I'm talking about. The small things like that. Yeah. Things I didn't even pay attention to before. Now I'm like, ugh, it's because you're a bastard. <laughs> now I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. 
Anyway, that's been this week's episode of Blur Vision. Next week, we'll be talking about some more My Hero Academia, some more Invincible, some more Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, hopefully, Michael watches Jujitsu Jiu- Kaisen. We'll have yeah. that talk about too. Probably not, though. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so that's been this week's episode of Blurred Vision. I'll be your host, Jordan With I am not the pheasant plucker. I'm the pheasant plucker son, and I'm only plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucker comes. All right, now you're showing off. <laughs> I get it. You've got better enunciation than I do, okay? I hate it. <laughs> anyway. Michael? <laughs> unique New York. New York is unique. No, uh, I don't know. Wait. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> unique New York. New York is unique. You know you need unique New York. Mm, I'm impressed, but fuck you. Anyway. <laughs> what did you do to die today at a minute or two to two? A thing distinctly hard to say, yet harder still to do. For the beaters to do, at 20 to two, a rat's tap taps to and the dragon will come when he hears the drum at a minute or two to two today at a minute or two to two. Fuck you, dark blood. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> A sheet I slit, a oh, sheet I slit, upon the slit sheet I sit. <laughs> I hate you. Cause they're like broken, so it's like, what? It's fogging up? No, it's making them fall off. Cause you know the lenses. Oh, cause of the ear thing. Yeah, so it's like. Yeah. Well, these don't look down. <laughs> the fact that we had to wear masks again, fuck it, sucks. I was like getting used to the clarity of speech again. I'm like, fuck it, I don't need to see, do I? No, not really. You're not that beautiful. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I am pretty. Okay. Anyway. <laughs>